0: Yep. yep yep black bob of a million they died for all lives before we were children some of us we trying to make us a billion on real estate fancy cars in the buildings I'm trying to build foundations like a seminole and stop the wars where they looking for the mineral I ain't really heard no truth in a minute bro and watch the rappers they salute to the general they talk shit when I all about freedom it's been a long time
1: somebody Why gotta you we smile on like a single mom <laughs> Yeah, I was so afraid. got the, um, I told you about the lady that hit a car, and she got the, uh, like, she took her car in today, or yesterday, to get it uh, worked on. She gets it back, like, the 9th, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they put her in a Ford Focus, and she was so hurt. And she was driving a RAV4. So it's like she drives, and she's never had a car. No, <laughs> yeah, not like, cool, like...
2: Like a RAV4, it's like a...
1: I understand. I'm not saying. I'm not saying a Ram Four like a luxury Jeep with giant vehicle. Or something. No, but, no, no, no. no I'm, I'm saying. saying. I assume she. Yeah. But no, of, that, that's, that's of the that's size. It is, right? Yeah. So like right. she's in a Ford Focus. No, it's it's literally not literally, but it's like being twice that size, like being inside a, a Ram Four. It's, it's literally, is? it's huge. It? Oh, it really is. Okay. It doesn't, like, it looks like an economy size, yeah, like SUV. Yeah. No, it's spacious inside. So, oh, you drive a okay. four, Focus. I've been dogging her ass out for, like, a day. Cause she's so hurt. She got to drive it. Um, mm-hmm. And, yo, they told her, it was like, it was like yo, this is a step up from what you've been driving or from what you would have gotten. She was like, she called him today. She was like, what is it a step up from? <laughs> you got to know. I don't know what they told her. Probably, like, a Fusion or some little shit like that. But, yeah, uh. I want to welcome everybody to the uh, South Congress Podcast Fan by Fan Show. Um, I am Cameron. I'm joined by Travis. Travis and I are sideways watching the uh, Game 6 of the World Series, top of the 8th. Chicago up 7-2 to on Cleveland. Um, in a way, got a shot at reversing these uh Three games to one jokes that have been going around the internet for the last... uh,
2: Two, three months? Yeah,
1: four months, I guess you would say. Um, So so we'll see about that. I mean, Chicago has the juice right now. People have been explaining to me that momentum is not a real thing. That's not something that's measurable. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I listen to smart people when they say things, so... I have made an argument one way or another. It sure seems real tonight. Um, But, I don't know. I think people explain away momentum... As things like, uh, you know, it's just a matter of getting all your ducks in a row and then executing. I'm like, but we're saying the same thing. Like, that's what, what momentum is. Like, I, I understand. Uh, but, yeah, so I'm sure, like, the first half of this show, you'll hear us reacting to things that are happening on the television before we get into our review of The Flash this week. Um, but I'm not going to time it out because there's so many important things that you need to hear tonight um, that are going on with uh, me and Travis. Um, but I'll get into my stuff In a minute Travis Let us know What's going on In your world
2: Well You know I'm uh, Doing ride Right now And we had One of our Biggest weekends And it was the Halloween weekend This past Past weekend And it was Super lit Thursday uh, Through Sunday Was just And every day Actually I didn't work Sunday I went to Jason's And watched football But Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Every day got progressively wilder, more colorful, louder, drunkier, all that. Like that. Yeah. So uh, Thursday was like kind of the, the calm before the storm. There were a few, a few happenings on campus, but most, you know, most people had class on Friday, so they weren't trying to go out and, and get turned uh, on a Thursday. But Friday and Saturday, boy, oh boy, did, did the costumes come out? Did the just the wild behavior, just the crowd? It was just so, so lit on downtown.
1: Now, you're from a big city. Right. Um, I don't know if there's any other city, probably in the country, that has a Halloween situation where everybody on one street stretching for seven blocks is in costume standing in place Mm -hmm. um is that your first time seeing something of that nature in person
2: yeah for sure not even uh because i would always avoid that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. because i'm not participating like if i was Mm -hmm. back in philly like I i last time i went to a halloween party or anything it was in a neighborhood yeah so it wasn't like it was downtown where everything was happening and it was just a regular old house party people in costume drinking and, and dancing and having a good time but uh, but nothing like I've never been a part of or seen anything like what I saw this past week yeah
1: how many Jokers
2: um I, I saw one with probably the third or fourth or fifth or seventh Harley Quinn you to say were, now how many they, Harleys they were standing on the corner of like six and Brazos just s- s- snuggling you know yeah Kissing and flirting around, uh, bunch of Harley Quinns. only had one in my car though. Okay. Uh, she was she was pretty hot. So you
1: so you didn't say what you wanted to say to her, like really? Yeah, For no, real. you
2: know, young college girls, she she don't know no better. Yeah. Um, bandito, like a Clint Eastwood, Good to Bad to Ugly type. You know, mm. the poncho and the bullet bandolier around. So you didn't have
1: the racist mustache. No, he was Clint. Okay, not was Clint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: Um, I had a deer, a fine-ass doe, doe, doe <laughs> Sounds great. But she was fine with some 6'5 giraffe uh, who was just really fit to be a giraffe. Uh, <laughs> oh, this girl named Alexis, this Asian chick I picked up on campus. Yeah. Uh, she was dressed as, I was like, okay, so what do you, first off, she she's she does the weird thing where it's one person and she just gets up front. Yeah. it's me, like, oh, okay, we homies now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm picking up my homie at the mall. Like, oh, come, come, scoop me up. Yeah. Um, but hey, it gave me a good chance, a good, good chance to look at her. She just was something was going on. She was super fine. And so when I get there, I text her, Hey, Ryan Austin's out front. She calls me, like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm in the elevator. I'm coming down. And then she gets in, and she just reeks of pot, and she's like coughing and stuff. I was like, Oh, I guess I know what you were. Le- what, what took you so long? Yeah. Um, but she was a, a boxer. She had like a boxing robe on, and, mm. you know, gloves around her neck, and a championship mm. title. No, 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 no. She was mad. She said she she brought, lost or broke her title,
1: her mm. title belt. So, that's, but, that's yeah, the just, good. That's uh, a good $23 see, the good twenty three dollar costume the party scene. The box for one. sure. Yeah.
2: Or she just reconstituted like a hotel room and like.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Hooked it up. It's a nice um, come with the come with the perfume at Ulta robe. I've certainly um, procured a couple of those um, for 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 gifting. Um, so yeah, nobody. Um, so you, we're talking about the rides there. Nobody jumped in the ride, wasted needing to get home.
2: Um, I've had my my few inebriated folks. Like I had the one girl who was super drunk. Who when I told her I was from Philly, she called her brothers cell phone, and we had to wrap the intro to Fresh Prince into Jesus. his voicemail. Wow. And I was like, I don't know this woman. I don't know her brother. And I certainly and I was, don't know Will Smith. I, but I was super enthusiastic. Like, <laughs> you know, because yeah, I'm it's like, like it's he don't know me. Yeah. Uh, it ain't like he's going to be like, is that Travis? Oh yeah. my like, god! Man, I'm going to go yell at him on his Facebook or something. <laughs> I was super, it's eh, Philadelphia. Uh, and she was drunk. Man, it, you know, uh, but, uh, but nobody, no no horror stories. I, I see in the drivers, uh, in, the, in the the Ride Austin drivers group, I see the horror stories.
1: About people just... Like,
2: he's like, the guy's like, next day, like, I, I went to get in my car for the day's work, and I just check out, you know, just doing, a, just checking, and my, my back floor mat is just caked with puke. I must have had a silent vomiter. Oh. You know, somebody left a, an open can of Coke in the back pouch of you know the, of the seat. Uh, somebody, you know, somebody peed on themselves. And mm-hmm. So yeah. So I haven't. Uh... Oh, and, then, and oh, everybody's lit with the and they got a, an opinion about the new female only option, mm. right? And you got dudes on there just can't wait to to to, to be pieces of garbage mm. and 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 show that. <laughs> that they just don't understand how the world works yeah. or you know and I get the concern that you mm-hmm. maybe your money might pr- possibly go down if you know half the customer most of our customers are women mm-hmm. so if even half of them are like it, it does oh, affect it. but it's like to pretend that's a different yeah. conversation but to, to get on there just outraged and pretend you mm-hmm. don't understand why that's a thing or why it's necessary or why women might want that option mm-hmm. It's, you're just, you know, I, I hate throwing that term around with the privilege, but it's like your male privilege is no, showing. No, and, and, and,
1: and the answer is always, you know, you could just, I don't know, go volunteer at a women's shelter or, you know, protest, um, you know, campus sexual assault. You know, th- there are things you could actually do to improve this situation, but you'd rather complain on the internet. Yeah. But, I, I mean, like, and I'm certainly not saying, hey, it's your... It's your duty as any type of person to do this. But if you're going to be upset about it, know there are ways you can improve on it.
2: Yeah, for sure. And and again, it's just the, the, the false like... Oh, what? I'm a predator now? Every man is a predator. Like, it's not what they're saying. You really it's not what they're saying. Are, are, are just, yeah, it's don't actually get it. Not just for, you. You're going out of your way not to understand. Yeah. That's really how I feel. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah. Um, so this is the first Halloween in since I can remember as an adult that I didn't participate. um,
2: Well, you participated today at work.
1: Well, yesterday, yeah. Um, But that was, I mean, work party. Um, So Friday, we, um, you know, my girl's a school teacher. So her, um, her school's cheerleaders, her school's middle school cheerleaders were cheerleading at the, uh, at one of the uh, feeder high schools games. And their chaperone had to go out of town to see her dad. So she ends up uh, replacing her. She ends up covering for her. So I go to the game. And it just, you know, my sister is seven years younger than I am. So I haven't been around like a 12-year-old girl for any extended period of time since I was, you know, 18, 19. Right. Like, why would I be, right? right. So I, I was around them and I get it again. Why, having a daughter sounds horrible. Because, I mean, they're the most precious little things in the world. Like, one, you forget how small 12 and 13-year-old people actually are. Right. So they're, you know, like, well, phase height, okay. Fairness, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. But they're like little tiny people, but with fully formed ideas and actions. And so they were, you know enthusiastic and bratty and interested and non-interested and self-involved and wanting to heal the world all at the same time and you know they were doing their cheers and half of them were paying attention and half aren't because they're off in space and three of them have an attitude and the rest of them are sweet and then it flips it was just the most ridiculous thing ever in the whole world but i mean i you know it was cool. Like I don't know what to say. Like it was cool. And then of course like the high school cheerleaders are there too. And then the high school cheerleaders, like if you guys, I don't know if it works the same everywhere, but in Texas, like you know at a game, the cheerleaders from each team they cheer their sides the first quarter. And the second quarter, they tend to walk and cheer with whatever group is also on their side. So they all get together. And then they all kind of switch sides for the third quarter, go to each other's sides, take half the cheerleaders, and they meet. And then the fourth, they go back to their side. So it was all like our girls got to mingle with the high school girls. And they just look up to them and think they're the coolest thing in the world. And well, it, was, it was a mess. And then, of course, the night ends with the one kid. Whose parent refuses To pick them up on time <laughs> Oh so, so he's like we,
2: It's dark And they're and by just there By themselves But
1: the game's still going on So everybody's there Because they left Like uh, right after halftime Okay But we're just there like Waiting on the mom To show up Right
2: Because this is a mm-hmm. You can't be like and Hey then, 19 year old You're on your yeah. own You grown
1: Yeah and it develops And of course like uh, When we go out front With the one girl Two girls are practicing Their juju on that beat dance And it's just like this I mean, But they're, you know, they're 12. So yeah. it's like, no, I, yeah, just, you could just listen to Nuck If You Buck. And we could just stomp each other out. What's that? We could do it. Oh, and the worst thing. So I got accused of being that guy. Yep. Because, and if you guys follow me on Snap, you might have seen this. So the style now is low-top Nikes with mid- You already-
2: if they not, unless they Air Maxes or something like that. They're not you, Air Maxes. You already lost me. They're
1: like Lunar Glides. Low top Nikes with white mid-Nike socks scrunched up. And I don't mean scrunch like push all the way down. I mean like halfway down so there's like a little bend in the socks. All white with a black Nike stripe. And it looks so dirty. Like it's the grungiest look I've ever seen. Like it's like the kids who used to wear Air with their white socks. It looks horrid. And I just kept making a comment. I'm like, you can put some color in that sock, or you can put a mid on, and it's fine. And it looks so stupid.
2: Just the idea of wearing low top sneakers.
1: I mean, I, I work out in low tops, because they're running well, shoes. I was about to say, I was, I was like, just yeah. about to say that aren't running shoes. Yeah, because I'm sure. I had some Pumas on yesterday. Yeah, I but I'm like, top, if you're, but but you are But you don't wear them with mids. And you don't wear them with long socks because you look like an idiot. Um, and the kids were all wearing it. And it was just... And, like, clearly, I was wrong. <laughs> like, I'm actually wrong. You even were definitely it looks the stupid. minority, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm an idiot. Like, what am, what am I thinking? This is what kids need to do. It was so funny. So, we... Uh, okay, top of the ninth. Still 7-2. So, one of the kids that she teaches is actually... Uh, One of the ball boys, because you know the middle school kids get to be the ball boys for the high school game, like a big privilege for them, right? Mm -hmm. So she's like, "What is he doing over there? Why is he wearing their jersey?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Why don't I ask him?" She's like, "No, I don't ask him." I was like, "No, I was like, hey, kid, come here." (laughs) And he's like, he looks, he was like, "Oh, he's like pointing at himself. Hey, come here." And of course, like they're with the high school team. But the high school team is still kids. Yeah. And yeah. Coaches are focused on the game. Yeah. So they see like this man calling this kid. Like, hey, come here. And I'll look at him and he, like, comes over and he kind of has his head on. He's like, yes, sir. I'm like, hey, why are you wearing that jersey? You a ball boy? He's like, yeah. I was like, so you're on the middle school team. You just ran that for the game. He's like, y- yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was like, okay. Just, you know. And I told him the teacher's name. He's like, she just wanted to know. And he sees her and he kind of waves. He's like, I'm like, hey, you, you good? He's like, yeah, yes, sir. I'm like, you don't have to call me sir. It's fine. <laughs> and he goes back with like a big grin on his face. You just forget because, you know, you're around your peers all the time. Right. You and forget you're an adult.
2: Yeah. Like you know. Like, to, and to them, you're not, like, if you were, like, first time I started getting called sir and mm-hmm. was when I was delivering pizzas when I was, like, 19, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, tell the man thank you. Like, oh, damn, I am a man. You yeah, know, like, like, oh gosh. You know, that that kid's six, and the mom would, yes, yeah, so tell that man. You know, so it's not even like you're an adult in a. St- but, st- you know, like, no, you're over 30. So yeah. you them, like, oh, you're. No,
1: yeah, like, I'm, depending on, you know, how much fun their parents had when they were young, like, I'm their parents' age. And so, like, it's like, oh, hey, yeah. I mean, like, some of these kids are like, if you're 11, 12, your parents could have had you when they're 18, 19, 20. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. He's my parents' age. So, yeah, it was, um. It was an interesting night, and that was the extent of my Friday. And then Saturday, um, what I worked half the day, and somehow the Texas Baylor game lasted from two thirty till seven o'clock. Yeah, it was the longest game ever for, like, it was a combination of everybody scoring. Woo! Oh, I think that might seal the deal. That is gone. Yeah, I think Chicago may have sealed it <laughs> with a three-run homer. Yeah. In the. Top of the ninth.
2: So now it's ten to, or to yeah,
1: well, two or nine two. Yeah, with the two run homer, I should runs. say, but um. Yeah, so that game was long because of somehow scoring fast and scoring slow both make your game really really long. So you played until seven o'clock, and then I can just imagine what the streets look like. Like think about how much more pe- how many more people were out because they won that game. Yeah, because people around here will stay in if they Listen, lose a the game. Saturday was the worst traffic wise oh mm-hmm. my god because you haven't seen anything like that
2: yet they shut they closed uh the 234 uh, B and Cesar Chavez mm-hmm. entrance and the uh, the, the one right the
1: or the seven or the six two second to six
2: second to six uh-huh. close so of course the riverside exit now is flooded with mm-hmm. people who wanted to get off at one of those two exits so you got three Three groups of that people that wanted to get off at of Riverside and the people that couldn't get off at the the last two exits. Now just crammed. Uh, it was, mm-hmm. and I was trying to hit them incentives on, on Saturday, and get, you know. So that wasn't helping. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was it was a mess. And no, I hadn't seen anything. Yeah, like it, that
1: was, it was because the only weekend that would have been comparable you were out with us, which was that first weekend of the right. season. So right. yeah. Um, and also Saturday I did that uh, A buddy of mine I got him tickets to the game And then some weird parking snafu I had to uh, pick him up um, Him, his wife, and his kids And take them to like the tow spot Where their car accidentally got towed So, oh, And by the time I got home like I was all like, oh, I want to go out I got my costume by the time I got home I was like, you know what? This couch is looking really pretty yeah. I'm good And then Sunday I woke up to watch football at 830 it ended in a tie at noon. So I'm like, my morning was bleh. Oh. Because they tied. Chicago and, uh, or I'm sorry, this? Cincinnati and Washington. Uh, Sunday more. Why were you up there? It was, what were they? they played, London? They played in London. Oh, come So I was on. up at 8.30. So a tie for a game you wake up for at 8.30. Let's just lose. <laughs> Do something. Or even though a tie helps you in the standings more than a loss does, yeah. you don't want to watch that. And what's worse is, what was they the cut 27 up. Okay. They cut the feed. And with two minutes to go in the fourth because the NFL rules they went to the Texans Lions game so you don't even get to see the end of the game
3: Pathetic.
1: yeah so it was, uh, it was a rough one Sunday but um, yeah so Monday um, we got to the office Halloween party I got the uh, the Wolverine uh, bodysuit which was cool um, and then like you get our buddy Autumn like was that store bought or handmade me being the dick that I am Drawn and three D printed, ah! <laughs> and she hits the like on it. And then my buddy's like, what? like, where does one get a three D printer?" I said, "If I told you, I'd have to tell everybody." Uh-huh. He's like, "You could just you said you could just DM me." Yeah. I was like, "Or I don't know any idea how to procure a three D printer, because what anyway?" But enough about that. So like that costume, I can't use it next year. So back to the drawing board now. Um, but yeah, so I guess I got to wear a costume three years in a row. So that's cool. Um so let's see here enough about that. Uh, let, let's get to some cool stuff. so I don't even know what, what to say the big thing is. um probably first would be South by Southwest. so let me talk a little bit about that um so I've been racking my brain trying to find our next thing. Um, probably the first thing I did, and again, we, we won't get too into detail with it, um, but I wrote the first episode of a web series I'm planning kind of around our show. Um, from what I've shown, people we know, people we whose opinion I value, they seem to really like take a liking to what they like, kind of what I'm shooting for with that. So, you know, that's coming. Um, I've been trying to find a way to do... An event, um, kind of a live show in front of, you know, people who have been rocking with us now for almost two years. Mm -hmm. People who have been rocking with you for going on six years. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we get great feedback on the things we do. People seem to really take to our personalities. So, you know, what I planned was an event uh, during South by Southwest Week. Um, Basically, we're going to put on a a live show at a venue um, somewhere downtown Austin. What we want to do is, um, you know, I living in Austin so long, um, being lucky enough to be in an environment with, you know, athletes, um, you know, collegiate athletes, um, amateur athletes, pro athletes. Um, I want to put on a show where we get to just like, you know, the interviews we've done previously, where we get to sit down with those guys, um, you know, understand what goes into preparation uh, for the college guys really understand know what happened with you know recruiting and um you know the college experience and you know for the guys that did end up going pro you know what the biggest differences you know between the sports um you know working with you know my buddy who owns his gym he trains MMA guys and just you know some of the stories that come through there the preparation that goes into that um I think it's really important that people you know understand the people that they root for and support and see you know how detailed and how meticulous they have to be in preparation, and how it's not just about the talent that they have. You know, so many more things go into it. So the goal is to uh, to do a live show where we get to sit down, interview, converse, and talk with those guys. Um, you know, just about the things that really make them tick. Um, we already have you know a number of sponsors. Um, you know, bigger, faster, stronger training. One uh, of the premier Austin gyms is uh, sponsoring us for the event. Um, Premier Party Cruises, um, a company I love to use, um, you know, runs uh, boat tours and parties on Lake Travis. You know, they're already sponsoring us. Lost in the Ink, our buddy Chuck Taylor, um, who does all the artwork for the site, is running, um, you know, his own uh, runs his own site, is doing an online web series now, um, is working on, you know, um, a limited comic series. Um, of his, or, that he was uh, hired to work on as well you know, he's sponsoring us um, also my buddy uh, Eric Nuncio who runs uh, Lion Life Apparel Training and Coaching out of San Antonio um, really focuses on uh, training and youth basketball coaching you know, they're going to be a sponsor for our event. Um, we do actually have that information out and we'll put some links to that as far as, um, you know, looking at sponsor. Right now we're looking for, you know, people who want to, you know, appear on the flyer for the event, people who want a radio promo for the event and also, you know, drink sponsors for the event, among other things. So we'll have all the details out there, but, you know, we, we think it can be a really big thing, um, especially here in a city that's so focused on, you know, fitness and health. And um, we really want to get people around who you know, are are big into that. Um, you know, working with things like you know, gyms, local athletes who are all about their training. Uh, we really want to promote that lifestyle as well as see, you know, different things that go into that. So, you know, be on the lookout for, you know, all the different ways you can look at sponsoring that. It doesn't strictly have to be on like a large dollar basis. You know, anything you want to put toward the event is appreciated. But again, we'll have all that information out. So, Travis, the first thing I did was write out the web series. And then, you know, I took a day to write out the proposal for the event. And that was so painstaking because I had to submit that over to a company that would actually approve it. Um, lucky enough, like after I submitted it over to them, they didn't need any changes, any redos. They were like, no, this is good. You oh, can okay. submit this. So that was real cool. So these were kind of, and I didn't realize it as it was happening. But these were two steps toward the big thing, which is Southcongress.com. Um, before Southcongress.com was a redirect to the uh, South Congress blog. Now Southcongress.com with a K is a website that you can go to right now as soon as you hear this. Mm-hmm. Um, it now houses you know all the stuff that we do. Um, you can find you know every episode of the South Congress podcast. Categorize. I categorize like how yeah. you
2: had the uh, Flash, the Preacher, off-season yeah, interviews. We do. Yeah, So
1: basically, um, you know, it's going to function like any other website would. Um, you know, there's a bio for Travis and I, letting you guys know how I came up with the idea for the podcast. Um, you know, a bit about me and Travis as far as education and experience in entertainment. Um, we do have a gallery up of all of the uh, South Congress artwork. Um, some done done by my buddy um, Adrian Neenan Um, the rest done by our buddy Chuck Taylor Um, we also have a link to the events we have coming up there you can find the details on that South by Southwest event and how you can look at uh, sponsoring that also the contact information Um, something I think that we've been lacking and I really think that because you can't see it Um, people have been kind of remiss to do it. It only happens typically through Twitter, but we do have the information to contact us. So if you have a question or comment that you want to appear on our show, uh, whether it be next week's show or sometime in the future, we have all the contact information so that you can submit that.
2: And of course, it doesn't have to be necessarily about The Flash or about Preacher. It could be Mm -hmm. about uh, uh, Cam's web series. It could be about... Mm-hmm. you know me driving rideshare i mean just reg or pop culture stuff mm-hmm. what do you think about this ha- you know pop culture happening mm-hmm. uh just to get get our you know perspective so it doesn't have to necessarily be about the the necessarily the title
1: and what happens sure. more often than not and we do get that it's more instant gratification but a lot of times people hit us on twitter yeah, and they would be like, "Oh, well, you guys said this on this show, and just to just to give you a note on you know how things worked out because uh, we talked last week about uh, the Rogues Gallery, and mm-hmm. then somebody corrected me, let me know that uh, Top Golden, or, or, on, yeah, apart, Topping yeah. and Magenta yeah. were both um, Rogues Gallery, and I told him like, ah, there go mansplaining, but if you guys can you know feel free to hit us on Twitter at any point." Or any other, you know, social media. But if you can shoot that to us, you know, via comment or question, um, you know, through the email, we can read that on air and discuss it. So that's not something that slips us by. But like Travis said, it doesn't necessarily have to be related to anything we said on the show one week. Um, Again, if it's, you know, not about Flash, if it's about Preacher, if it's about the music reviews that we did, anything, you know, feel free to hit us. Um, I really want this website to kind of be Um, all-encompassing. I want... You know, being a, a new site, you know, any traffic that we can have go through that is definitely beneficial, draws more eyes to it um, there. You can find the link for, um, you know, us via iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, me on Twitter, as well as the email. And of course, you know, we're going to have Travis's information on there, too. Like Travis alluded to, um, we do have all of the different podcasts we've done categorized. So um, first category being The Flash. Then we have all the Preacher episodes. We do have the album reviews that we've done. Um, the interview episodes that I've done As well as the off-season podcast So
2: Now, how did you Did you edit those down To just the album review part And put it up separately? No, no, no,
1: it's, it's those two episodes still But um, if you check the notes for either episode It does let you know specifically where time, okay, Yeah, it gotcha. lets you know where The uh, music reviews actually are yeah. Um, So yeah, you have your interviews on there Your off-season app So um, if you guys have been using that Native SoundCloud app to uh, listen to the podcast Southcongress.com is where you want to go And you can find all the uh, podcasts listed there All still categorized the same way Just let's send the traffic through there um, And what you're going to see in the coming weeks We're also going to have um, a lot of guest blogs on there I've already talked to people who you probably heard from Either on Travis's show or mine um, Contributing blog-wise So yeah, um, I'm really proud that we do have this up You know, we, we got uh, drawn to thank for this a lot Because I live and listen to that album, and the first thing he was saying, like, I I had to go and get it myself. And I'm like, you know, it's nice to be a part of other people's websites and guest blogging here and being featured there. I needed my own thing. Um, I really, to feel like I'm accomplishing the things that I want to do, I need to be able to monitor exactly, you know, my traffic, um, my listenership, my viewership. So, Yeah um, southcongress.com with a K is going to be all encompassing. Um, and I'm probably going to be hitting you guys over the head with that the next couple of months. So I'll be ready for that. Uh, but yeah, that's, um, about where I am and I'm in a, I'm in a great space creatively. And I think it's been building ever since the, uh, ever since the neck of the Uber driver, um uh, drop, like ever since that came out and I got a good reaction to that. That was like, Oh, like this, this creative space, there's so many things to do in it. Like, I have to do them. So, yeah. Um, SouthCongress.com. We're live and cooking right now. Uh, you, you got anything else before we dive into the show? Uh,
2: No. Just want to get to some Flash stuff.
1: Yeah, man. Um. So, this was interesting. <laughs> I feel like I say it every week because they're all interesting for different reasons. Mm-hmm. But this was, I think, the most different episode that we've seen as far as one who it focused on. And two, our Villain of the Week. Because it's very... Well... There might be more than one. Because the person who actually caused probably the most uh, physical danger was not who Flash was facing this episode. Um, So, you know, we'll get into that. Um, So, yeah. We are on Season 3, Episode 5, entitled Monster. Um, We've been building to this, man. Ever since... Like, I want to say mm-hmm. since Ronnie died, mm-hmm. but probably since we first hit Earth 2, we've been building oh, to sure. yeah. you know. And I think we, I even told you about it when we did the episode one review, I was like, oh, in the comics, like, Caitlin's, and oh, Killer Frost. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't think you've seen any of her DC animated universe stuff, but she's a killer. Like, that name's not just because she happens to be cold.
2: I mean, in the glimpses we got of her mm-hmm. from Earth 2 in those two episodes. You know she was she was vicious.
1: I'm ready to take you out. Like, did she kill Joe? <laughs> like, did like, she killed otherworld Joe? Smooth killed him too. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even wasn't even a game. So, we um the biggest difference in Barry quote unquote fixing the timeline this time around um that nobody really knows about just yet is that Caitlin's Killer Frost powers have manifested, and not too bad Caitlin per se. But post Ronnie, um, Good Girl Caitlyn is dealing with this now. So
2: yeah, um. right? Because it's it's a weird, it's not just a physical power mm-hmm. that she has. It's it's a personality. It's all. It's like it's like magenta. Mm-hmm. It's like something inside of her that kind of takes over. That she might not necessarily. We, we we haven't gotten enough of of it with mm-hmm. Caitlyn, but. Does she remember when she goes when she kind of freezes out, spazzes out, and and you know eyes start glowing? Does she remember that when I, I think she does? I it seems
1: like she's experiencing it as it's happening, yeah. but to the point where she can't control it coming out, but she knows what she's doing when it's happening. So yeah, um, like we really get we get Caitlin acting and who we're gonna talk about that scientist here in a second because it's necessary. So, um, here we are. Central City. So, because Barry moved out, and I think this is a really cool premise, Barry moved out of Joe's house, but he didn't have a place set up yet. So, he's living with Cisco for right now. So, he's whipping up breakfast all crazy. And, you know, we forget that Barry and Cisco are getting better, but these aren't best of friends, Earth 2 taking pictures in front of monuments, mm-hmm. you know, uh Cisco and Barry. So, he's kind of... Of overstaying his welcome, like he's having a breakfast real fast, and he's not um, super excited, you know, for him to be doing all this. So, here's Cisco's biggest problem he doesn't necessarily like HR. Like, Harrison Wells is not his boy at this point, nope. and he can't pinpoint what it is he doesn't like about him. Um, this being an hour episode, how long did it take you to figure out what they found out? Was it not until the very end, as far as what about HR?
2: That he was kind of fraud. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I was kind of along for the ride. I didn't I didn't necessarily figure it out because because man, the way and it's just typical kind of mm-hmm. television commercial deception. Mm-hmm. They really had me, and it's probably for good. You know, they did a good job. Had me going in a different direction with with HR if what type of person he was because yeah. I'm because of the way it was conceived with oh let's just randomly Greg get another Wells from some other dimension mm-hmm. and how it was just hastily executed and implemented I'm like oh something's going to go horribly wrong he's a creep of some sort a killer, a thief a con man, something uh And this isn't going to end well. So I'm thinking there that he's got some kind of really creepy past or some real dirt. Uh, And it just turned out he was just kind of a fake and kind of a con man, sort of. Yeah. But not in a dangerous sense, necessarily.
1: So, yeah. Next thing you know, we get Caitlyn walking into this big, giant facility. Um... And she asks to see, is it Dr. Tannhauser?
2: Tannhauser, yep, that sounds
1: right. And the lady at the desk is like, yo, she's really busy. She's like, tell her it's Caitlin Snow. I think she'll see me. And, you know, she does agree to see her. Like, she comes out from the balcony of where she's staying. So we get Caitlin in her office. And then we get a quick glimpse of her family, which is, you know, her and her husband and her daughter. And so it's like, yeah, it's coming together. I think we have a feel for who this is. Um... And it's like a little baby Caitlin.
2: Yeah, Caitlin's like ten. Yeah,
1: and she's very formal. She's like, um, "What brings you here? Did I forget your birthday? Did I send a card?" She's like, "You did in April." She's like, "Thanks." And so basically, she's saying, "Um, you know, her mom does work on cryomedicine because why wouldn't her mom be in the same, super yeah. doctor scientist?" But
2: just perfectly in the same field. Mm-hmm. It says, "Okay, say the characters were flipped, and mm-hmm. or, or not characters flipped, but who died flipped. So say." Ronnie got is, is the one, mm-hmm. and Caitlyn got hit with the, the particle and turned into fire. Mm-hmm. Or, or, I'm sorry, power stay the same, just... Caitlyn's the one that dies? C- Caitlyn's the one that dies, mm-hmm. slash goes off with with the... No, he died, because it's Jack's mm-hmm. now. Um, with the Legends, however that mm-hmm. happened. And Ronnie's the one that stays at Star Labs, and they give him the exact same storyline they've been giving Caitlyn, mm-hmm. and he goes to see his mother... She'd be working in some kind of heat field generating power.
1: Yeah, she'd be a Miami Heat cheerleader.
2: Sorry. but um,
1: <laughs> Yeah, so it's just... I, 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 it's fla- so it's okay. Flash universe.
2: It's just, but the coincidences are just... Mm-hmm. You know, a little too much sometimes.
1: So, and she says, oh, she's still working over there at Star Labs. That's what it's still called, right? So, Caitlin and Sisko, both brilliant people who have... At least once or twice, save the entire world, but at least in this case, save the city on a regular basis, are thought of as second rate by their parents.
2: Yeah, there was a bit of a uh, you don't watch, but there, there was a bit of a Leonard and Leonard's mom dynamic between Caitlin and her mom from uh, Leonard and from Big Bang Theory, like different dynamic. was a
1: genius though? Which I know that much. Who, who, yeah. Leonard.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but his mom is also, yeah. a, and a psychologist, so mm-hmm. she's always, like, analyzing them. analyzing them, tearing them down. Oh, that must be why you wet your bed till you're 12. Like, jeez, Mom.
1: So while her mom doesn't have time for her at all, and she really wants, and she's like, yo, send over the file you need. I'll take a look at it when I get a chance. So Caitlin's, like, freezes her desk. So Caitlin is basically saying, hey, I need help fixing yeah, this thing I'm wrong the with me that I can't control. Yeah, I'm the patient, flat out. And then she kind of looks around, is slightly startled, and she says, "Uh, cancel my appointments. And have Nigel meet me at the bio lab. We have work to do. So, let's talk about it. As we're at a commercial break. Yeah. Who is the hottest Desperate Housewife? Because, I mean, we should acknowledge for people who aren't in the know. I believe this is Marsha Cross. Yes. Who is playing uh, Caitlin's mom, who was the redhead Mm -hmm. Desperate Housewife. Who's the one?
2: Uh, I mean, Terry Hatcher's just pretty damn hot. Uh, Eva Longoria in her way. The redhead.
1: Uh, That's a... (sighs) So can we talk about Eva Longoria? Yeah. She doesn't do it for me.
2: I'm not... She's so skinny. She's slim and... She's
1: good looking. She's very pretty. She's just very petite. It's, uh, yeah. But even with how pretty she is, Terry Hatcher is... Terry Hatcher's Terry Hatcher. Like, I, but, and I don't know how you're going to interpret this. Felicity Huffman, she got a real sturdy chin. I don't like it. Which one is Felicity Huffman? That one's Felicity Huffman. Oh, yeah. I'll show you a picture. Her chin's just really sturdy. And I'm a fan. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't really know how to, how else to was, say was that. It, was, wasn't it,
2: was, it had to be, maybe it was with Rich and VIP. When I was talking, didn't in the recent last two, three weeks talk about a, a a nice Irish jawline.
1: Yeah. Did that come up? Yeah. yeah, yeah, Yeah. nice. um, (laughs) Like, I don't know what that is, but it's dope. Um, So you know who she's married to? Who? William Uh, H. Macy. Felicity Huffman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And William H. Macy is just, like, William H. Macy is so good that I can't watch him, like, on Mm. Shameless, because he just pisses me off. He's the worst. (laughs) Like, he's the most convenient uh, patriot and then the most convenient racist and he's just the most inconvenient father on top of all that. And it's just, his performance is riveting. And, of course, he's my favorite character ever in Boogie Nights, his little bill. Oh,
2: my God. He was awesome. And he just knew. The cuckold
1: god. And he just had to snap eventually. Had to snap eventually. And when he snapped, he, like, I, I can't think of a movie I'd recommend more and tell you to skip all the nudity because you don't need it. Because it's just so good. Huh. Fantastic movie. Go watch Boogie Nights when you're done with this. Mm-hmm. So, we're at Star Labs and Wells has the continental breakfast of all continental breakfasts. What is what? those are that's bagels and the thinnest cut strawberries you've ever seen. That's what that was? Yes.
2: I I, I was assuming it was some kind of like locks or something to go into bagels.
1: No. Those are those are thin cut strawberries, it looks like. So you brought breakfast for everybody. Travis, you know who brings breakfast for everybody? The intern. Or the person who's always late brings breakfast as a way to make up for it you know why because I've done that in my job. Hey uh I figured I'd bring you everybody donuts you're running late huh yeah. So of course he's picked out everybody's proper well because
2: then they give and because he read thoroughly read everyone's file which mm-hmm. gives Cisco a bit of pause mm-hmm. and he's suspect because he don't have no sleeves on any of those coffees nope. I'm like oh I'm just supposed to just handle this hot cup of coffee you know... No protection for my hand.
1: No, Earth nineteen, they got thicker skin.
2: They got (laughs) thicker palm skin that
1: works. You know what's interesting? Um, Like now that I'm watching this back, it plays more into what you find out at the end. Because I'm doing everything I can to be on your good side, right? Because this is the only way I can contribute. (laughs) This is what I have for you, right?
2: Right. Yeah, that was what. Like when I moved, when I uh, when I got kicked out of my house, my parents' house, when I was 20, and I went back to Virginia, back to Norfolk, and I was crashing with my friends. And I couldn't pay rent, but I kept the gas tank full. I kept food in the fridge because, you know, you ain't gonna be calling me a deadbeat because I can't pay rent. Y'all eating? Y'all getting? Y'all getting around?
1: Real. And yeah, he's driving Cisco absolutely nuts, trying to explain the ins and outs of this coffee. Right. Yep. So, um, let's see. Cisco's building here. And he's basically saying like I've been establishing this relationship with Wells for 3 years.
2: Well, with all of us, he's exactly. saying you he can't come in and in a, in 2 days try to basically buy into our buy our trust with yep. breakfast and bagels. And it shit. does not work like you that. You know, we've been, you know, literally forged in fire yep. at times over the past 3 years, you know, mm-hmm. learning to trust uh, uh, each other.
1: He doesn't know. But like he said, the keyboards on my earth are different are than different. on yours. And
2: that's, because that, that's like his most common excuse.
1: Yeah, it's just different. Dealing with the technology. So um, everybody agrees to leave because Wells is kind of weirding them out. He was, Oh, he wanted to do team building exercises.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's what Cisco's like. Yeah, you can't get our trust by playing some game. Mm-hmm.
1: You know the type of people that like to do team exercising or team building exercises at work? Who? Bad managers. Uh, no, two types of people want to do team building: bad managers and managers that get told to. Oh, okay. Yeah, and nobody because they're actually not beneficial. You don't go to team building and then feel different about the people you work with the next or day.
2: Or it might be different in, in a bad way.
1: Yeah, motherfucker didn't catch me during the Fallen drill. So yeah. So now we <laughs> trust fall. We're in uh we're in Singh's office. And Barry apparently, like, violated, uh, what, he read 13 of his partner's files, and his partner sure as shit went and told on him to the catcher. Which I don't understand. It's like,
2: aren't we in this together? Why can't, why should your files be secret?
1: I think what he ends up saying is, there's, there's at least one crime scene that Barry ended up getting credit for, over him. Yeah. So I guess it's that. Um... But also, here's what they don't say flat out. And let's talk about what happens. So, he tells on Barry for doing that. Straight on yeah. him. Yeah. In an effort to get him fired or written Or severely written depend- yeah. the, the, the penalized. And Captain Singh says, discipline. hey, 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 don't do that again. Yeah. Or it's going to be trouble. And he <laughs> is
2: He's like, that's it? Eight violations? Yeah. And he just gets a 15 yeah. second talking to? Singh was like, it was nine violations. Yeah. And he is basically pissed. showing him. I and he don't tells care.
1: Him. He's like, yo, that's Bush League. Like, because as he's leaving the office, me and Travis doing our Black Manual at the movie screen, I was like, yo, how you gonna tell on that man? I hope Barry charge him up. And then Barry does. Yeah. <laughs> so, yo, that's Bush League. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know what? He's like, silly for me to think the rules actually apply to the golden boy of the crime lab. You're still a bitch. Like, you saying that rules are rules still makes you a bitch. Like, I, I don't. In the real world, people who are worse than you at your job are going to get more credit for you at your job. No! He's,
2: oh, and that's, a, that's true, but yeah. Barry is very good at his job. No, no,
1: no Barry, Barry is good at his job. There's no doubt about that. There ain't but, even
2: any kind but, of but, but
1: that's what I'm saying, though. He's mad about a person who's good at his job getting credit at the job. People worse than you are going oh, right. to do better than you in the working world. And the worst thing you can do is tell on them when they do something wrong. Because it doesn't make you better at the job, it makes you petty. Yep. You don't do shit like Even that. Even if you're like really right. Even if you're 100% correct, you don't do that. You don't. And yeah. So <laughs> he ends up walking away from Barry, and then Joe's like, oh, y'all have been in shows for a year. And so, from my perspective, it's been the past two weeks. And, yeah, so what's interesting about Barry is, like, he didn't know him two weeks ago, but they're already... they yeah.
2: got a year worth of animosity built yeah. up. Yeah, and, and he's, he's only, feeling he's it. He's only been a part of it for mm-hmm. two weeks. Mm-hmm.
1: And, yeah, so basically, Cisco and Wells, um, they hit up Barry, and they say, yo, everything's going off right now, and I don't know why. Uh, so Barry speeds kind of downtown Central City. Everybody's running the other direction. He's so they're in his ear like,
2: so what's happening? He's like uh, mm-hmm. It's a monster
1: <laughs> Exactly. And yeah, it's a giant like so we get our first our first kaiju appearance. Like this is the first big Yeah, monster. he's like a
2: bootleg uh, Cloverfield
1: monster. Mm-hmm. So the cool thing about Dragon Ball, like even though they have these Fights where it's There's no cool thing. So many cool things. Even though they have all these fights where guys roughly of the same size are fighting each other to the death and if they power up enough they can knock a mountain over and all kinds of stuff like that. They always take pause when a monster or a dinosaur or something shows up. Um, not during those fights, yeah. but when these protagonists like have to fight a big giant natural thing it seems like their powers aren't there and that thing can knock them across the world and they have trouble like knocking over the dinosaur and stuff it's just a trope of that kind of stuff um even though like you have your devil may cry where your dante fighting things 85 times bigger than you you sword that boy right and he's done yeah, yeah and then you hit the right button combination like the right quick time event you throw him across the world but yeah dragon ball always does that So it's interesting that Barry who's always fought things like the biggest thing he fought was what King Shark but everything else is relatively It's real bro
2: really fight King Shark Yeah he
1: kind of got shot but like everything else him and the villain can shop at the same store like they can both wear you know whatever Right I don't think what you're looking for is there Yeah Oh okay I don't know who replaced him Okay So yeah Barry's like looking at the big giant monster and he's like and he asks how big it is and he says, "Yo, is it Yao Ming size or Andre, or the, Giant? Andre the Giant?" Here's the thing, that's kind of the same size. Like, well,
2: height kind of the same height.
1: Yeah, but I mean, in, in terms of Still what he's saying, two hundred
2: and fifty pounds separating them. Yeah, but he's
1: saying like, <laughs> like it's weird to say, is he seven six and three hundred pounds, or is he seven three and five hundred pounds? Like that's a weird distinction to make. But yeah. So, and what is he t- like? I, I still don't know whether, but hey, Earth One has a Yao Ming and an Andre the Giant.
2: All right, Earth 19, you mean? I mean, Earth One. Oh, our Earth? Yes, of yeah. course. I don't think so.
1: Well, I'm just saying, like, they don't always have the exact same things, but they've actually been pretty consistent about real world things existing. So I'm like that. Yeah, yeah but Cam, if they just made up somebody we didn't know, we wouldn't get it. I mean, I understand that, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> like, there's a Houston. Yeah. But it's in D.C. So, like, even though these cities are real, they're more likely to say on a D.C. show a team that doesn't exist, like the Gotham Knights are more than likely to exist. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, I yeah, understand yeah. the reference, but oh, I'm just saying, Sm- like, uh,
2: who was it in Smallville? The Sharks. They were the the local The Smallville Sharks. No 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 no. no. That was the the, that was the the national
1: team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Metropolis Sharks,
2: yeah. Like Mm -hmm. you're in the middle of Kansas. Ain't no
1: sharks, bit. Not (laughs) a single one. Here the Metropolis Vultures. Yeah. And then yo, so Cisco asks if Wells has seen anything like this monster they've seen. And Wells says, You want me to observe? I'll observe. So he automatically removes himself from the situation. So yeah, this monster is, um. whoa, look at my man. <laughs> he starts backing up down the street. Yo, he hit, that, uh, he hit that loop though, that fast and furious turn. So somebody hits a taxi, which hits a car, which hits a street light, which hits the bus. So the bus door doesn't open. And all of a sudden Iris is there trying to help open the door. So yo, what are you doing here? I'm working on a story. So they get the door open, Barry and Iris get everybody out of the bus. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna go try to stop the thing. So he leaves her to her own devices. So Barry's like, Cisco, where did the monster go? And all of a sudden, the monster's gone. And he says, hey, um, so listen to this exchange between those two. Cisco's like, I gotta use my ears. He said, you know what? You can use your ears. And he says, what's that sound? So it's just, Cisco already had the idea. And he kind of echoes him. And Cisco's like, hey, we'll uh, adjust the system to use the sonar to uh, find where the thing is and there's no dinosaur monster completely gone into thin air.
2: Which is when I start thinking, gotta be a hologram. Yeah. Because at first I was thinking, oh, this is, we're gonna get a, we've always dealt with, met like they said, metahumans. Mm-hmm. We've never come across, people have pets? You telling me no dogs were hit with that particle accelerator blast? True. You know, so I was thinking, oh, we're getting our first you know, somebody—I don't know what that could have been. You know, uh, mm-hmm. not exactly alligators, and you know, but some kind of weird, weird water thing that just got Godzillaed with the with the with the particle accelerator. Uh, but once he uh, disappeared, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, we have to be dealing with a hologram."
1: They're trying to figure out how they can stop this giant thing. They ask Wells; he doesn't want to contribute. And then he says, hey, we have these really strong wires on our Earth. We can restrain it with that. That's his big idea. All right. Um they reference, like, a Hitchcock movie. And H.R. <laughs> says, you have Hitchcock on this Earth? That's brilliant.
2: And then he says a line from the murder on the Titanic. Mm-hmm. and I, And again, watching it back now, it's like... Yeah, he was mm-hmm. way too, like, in, like yeah, into, nothing like, trinity. nothing. To not trinity. even that, just what because of what he turned out to be. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like, oh, he's showing all his sign. Like, yeah, he knows all this useless, like, pop culture mm-hmm. nonsense. I mean, you know, Hitchcock isn't exactly obscure, yeah. but I, I think if you ask nine out of ten people to just say any line from a Hitchcock movie, I don't think they'd be able to do it. He says one that's from a Hitchcock movie. I've never even heard of. Yeah, I mean, He's Murder on the Titanic. Maybe I heard of it, but
1: that's a fantastic premise, though. Murder on the like, yeah, Titanic. Who committed the murder? Who cares? We're drowning. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So Caitlin is getting a test run right on her by a doctor. Travis, I'm still not convinced this guy's not in blackface. I'm still not convinced that's not Freddie Mitchell. I'm not convinced that's not Robert Downey Jr. <laughs>
2: Like why were I don't know so pink. Yeah. It was like one of those old cartoons with the with the jigaboo with the you yeah, know. It's it's no, the no, I mean. Yeah, he's a sambo. Seriously
1: guys, he's essentially a rare steak. Um <laughs> like his okay, so this actor is, is probably from wherever. He's probably from Minneapolis or he's from Istanbul. Like I don't know. I'm not an authority <laughs> on these kind of things. But he, he has a very dark complexion, he has very coarse hair, he's a fresh edge um and a and a beard and HD Harvey totally No, it's not that refresh. Fresh. <laughs> yeah, but he's I mean he's he's us more or less. Oh, oh yeah, no, and no, I mean no doubt. Yeah, he's very dark hands like a... and he has the lightest fingernails and the lightest oh, lips man. and paws and the lightest <laughs> hands ever. <laughs> and I can't place like his accent but I mean whatever but yeah, he's he's a black doctor, I'll say. Probably maybe. We got to check these credits, but he's just—I don't know. There's something about him that's not quite right. Probably because he ends up being a son of a bitch. Right. Um, but so no, so they have Caitlyn in not necessarily a lab per se, but she's more in like the inner workings of wherever they work. Like she's in like the—I uh, don't know—the boiler room, so to speak. If a if a super high technical technological facility had a boiler room, it's where she'd be. So what they tell her is. This is, what is it, tungsten? Is that what she tells her? Um, She says, what's this? Um, So it's a shaft, it's solid tungsten. It's heated to 2,000 degrees centigrade. Centigrade? Yeah, so this will, like, how are you in the room, lady? But they've done a lot of this to where, like, somehow Caitlin admitted negative 300 degree uh, temperatures and, like, the glass didn't crack, like you said, and now, like she's gonna grab something that's hotter than everything.
2: Well, she doesn't grab it. She just oh, she
1: heats up next she, to it. Okay,
2: she just cools it down with her mist.
1: Yep. No, she the glasses, arm right. later, Like, do you re- like realize? Like, we've gone almost halfway through this show, and we haven't said anything about this this old lady that's dirty. Like, congratulations to us. We're mature. I mean, you know,
2: it's
1: like the old lady glasses.
2: She can so. catch it all day and night. Well. That dirty? Like Like right after the okay, So, is the that ball? some kind of. See those bars mm-hmm. that she has to kind of get past first? Maybe. Mm-hmm. See how. Uh, okay. Maybe that's the reflection of the thing glowing. I'm thinking maybe somehow that's barrier. It that
1: keeps everybody from burning. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Caitlin puts her hands toward it, um, ends up cooling down everything. Even she's shocked at how it's happening. Yo, know, Black Doctor's eyes <laughs> are lighting up. I'm gonna pay off these student loans, boy. He had, he
2: had one of the lamest uh, terms. Yeah, it was. It
1: wasn't super convincing.
2: Um, I'm sick of your your mom getting the credit. Like, well, yeah, not is on insurance. the yeah, you know, thing. Like, that's what happens. I assume with a lot of whether you're a young doctor, young lawyer, young whatever, the person who's like in charge is going to catch that credit.
1: Mm-hmm. So, really quick, um, so they have a news broadcast. Of course, it's Channel 52 because it's D.C. Okay. All right. Um, so, breaking news, monster terrorizes, terrorizes Central City. Now, read the, uh, read the scroll. Local farmers speak out against Senate inquiry. What are they growing? Huh. High school due for seismic upgrades. You know what that means. We're gonna get some type of earthquake-powered high schooler, uh, maybe. And then, how does Central City rank against <laughs> the rest of the country for livability? It de- it's not Gotham,
2: yeah, but I'm which saying. is
1: good, but it's probably not Coast City either. Well, no, who, Gotham. you who, don't want to live in Gotham. No no,
2: no, no, Well, that remember the father was like, "I'm going back to Gotham." We're going. Back whose to dad God. was? It, it, I, was it? It wasn't Legends. It was Flash. Something happened, and the dad was like had the kids and it was like we're moving back to Gotham I guess all you gotta it do, had to do with this yeah. yeah. I mean <laughs> so, episode one yeah. of this season
1: maybe they might live in the right part of Gotham to where they're not like Killer Croc ain't running up on you sticking you up uh, but yeah so uh, <laughs> we're talking about the medics of joining the city and those are the only lines that we get like, I feel like those are definitely like keep track of those of that, of that scroll but no so Barry's in there talking to uh, his boss per se and he's trying to reason with him. He's like, yo, I, I know we got off on the wrong foot. We never managed to find the right one. And I'll take that. Uh, it's probably my fault. But I just, uh, I don't want things to be like that anymore. Which is decent. Like, I don't want to be in a bad work environment. I want us to be cool. And dude said, it's funny. I can remember you saying something similar, similar, similar to me. Before you rip the case out from underneath me. So when you work side by side with someone with such little regard to the rules, you may very well be contaminating my work. So over the Yeah, that's exactly why I want to learn from you. Oh, I don't follow.
2: Ah, yeah. Then, then, then this was some of the most disingenuous sucking up that Mister Vane Britt completely fell for. Or he, I mean, I, I said he was his posture was like he fell for it. Like, oh, he just mm-hmm. appealed to my vanity and you know my professional vanity, and then I just kind of caved into.
1: He's like, you know. he knows, he knows. And he's like, yo, like, I just want to learn how you got to do whatever you need. What do you say? He's like, nah, it's not going to work. And Barry says, what if I gave up the lab? Like, I've, I've never been territorial to that point, but I get why that's the appeal. Like, as a person who wants credit for the things that he does, um, if it's all mine, it all falls on me. Like, he can't get into my stuff. And so, yeah, he agrees to it. So, uh, Barry's his new apprentice, his new protege. So, back to Caitlin. Her mom asked her when she started to get the abilities. He's like, oh, just uh last couple of months, they started on manifesting. So you haven't told anyone? Just you. So, I told you, you should have never taken that job at Star Labs. You should have stayed here. I access to world-class facilities. And have all my work be in the shadow of your reputation. He's of course, the only time you need your mother is when you're in trouble. What's that supposed to mean? She said, oh, come on, darling. And she tells her, you ran off to Central City to play scientist with that disgraced quack, uh, alluding to Wells. And he's like, yeah, for three years, you barely said a word to me until trouble hits. Then here you come.
2: So his, his, clearly his reputation
1: has. Oh, it took a hit. Yeah. When that accelerator exploded. Because remember, he was almost a damn recluse in season one. Nobody was really messing with him like that.
2: No 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 Well because it was Right But it wasn't really Wells Like unfortunately Well no more, but
1: yeah. I mean Take take away the fact That it wasn't him They were treating The guy they thought Was Wells like that So Wells surviving And the thing still ex- Exploding Well no no Not even that They don't know that Like who knows Harrison Wells Wasn't Harrison Wells British doctor lady No all of uh, All of the Star Labs crew They've Okay but I'm talking about people, oh regular talking, people yeah yeah, yeah, yeah totally they that's what know. I'm saying like yeah. the world
2: thinks of Harrison Wells
1: as this mm-hmm. awful guy who who let exactly. this exactly so her calling him a quack like that must be what scientists think about him right. yeah so um she's like you have no idea what I've been through and yo yeah, black doctor guy calls her up you know who he looks like I hate to be that guy he put a different nose on him and that's Cap. Sam Sam Wilson Oh uh, Maggie? <laughs> no, Cap, calling Kaepernick. Oh, you oh. nose on the guy. That's who he is. Yeah, light um, oh, him up a little. Except for his beard touch. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I know he's yeah he's a real black guy. Like I'm looking at him like the way his beard lined up. Yeah. And yo, they took a look at them tests. She has the glow. Yo, so what is this thing that they're making?
2: That's the uh, isn't
1: that the rope? Yep. Yeah. to catch so it's like a to catch so you hear this story that he's telling which I don't think is real now but it's Flash against all the other Metas in an arena World War M yo so he's talking about the movie Gladiator and they have the same movie on his earth but it's not called Gladiator Travis what is it called I don't know yeah. Sweaty Men like literally, they call it Sweaty Men.
2: Okay, I didn't get that.
1: Yeah. Um, and and the, to me, Gladiator is one of those masterpieces. Yeah. If only for Joaquin Phoenix's performance, which was great. He was the king, right? Yeah. And he was a, a whole piece of shit for as long as he could be. Um, and yeah, Sweaty Men is what it was reduced to. And Cisco is so fed up with HR's crap. And he says, yeah, i need mean, to take a break by myself. He said, yeah, I'll go ahead. I'll keep working on this. And so this is when, and, you know, he's in his Jericho scarf and his young hat.
2: Yo, he's in a Jericho scarf all day. Yeah.
1: yeah. And he's they, actually they, making the they, list. They are
2: popular in Luxembourg.
1: Yeah. And so <laughs> he's uh, he's talking into his pen. He's like, they have no clue why I'm here. And so it's like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Now they swerved us good on this because we knew he was going to be evil like this is reverse flash 12 with the super hidden agenda that you never saw coming coming for your soul Caitlin, or something and yeah it was none of that so um let's see when we come back we're outside of a CCPD Barry's in his new lab and Iris brings him Big Belly Burner and the first thing you said he was like yo look at them fries <laughs> they were big and fluffy.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It was very nice. And so, you know, Barry's telling is like, I'm trying to get to know Julian. He makes it so hard. All I know now is that he, dismi- he dislikes Meta's as, as much as he dislikes me. A lot of times, it's that thing where they either, the outside characters, either really appreciate the hero, the hero and hate his alter ego, or think the alter ego is an abomination and really appreciate the person. Yeah. It's typically one or the other. In this case, no, you both suck. And Flash being at the head of the line, suck. Um, so yeah, one thing they did allude to, they're like, "Yo, Joe is," and I guess that lady's the district attorney. It's like, "Yo, Joe is talking to her." I asked her if he likes her. She's like, "No, he really likes her."
2: She's the DA. Mm-hmm. No. Well,
1: uh-huh. but he doesn't want to talk about it. Yo, them fries are big. And yeah, so this is where we thought something was weird. So as they're having lunch. Uh, Julian Alberts like, hey, I have something. Meet me asap. And Barry's like, hey, uh, you know, I gotta go. Opportunity to see. Sorry about lunch, today. but yeah. I gotta go. So Barry just gets up and walks away. And the first thing you said was, man, they're not acknowledging his hypermetabolism.
2: Yeah, they they they've said it. You mm-hmm.
1: know when uh,
2: you know, and you got to probably go back to season one when he was in his first like spat of training mm-hmm. and trying to get faster and all that stuff. But in in the '90s series, the ABC series, well, that was a major storyline. Like he would have to not stop doing things so he could eat. He mm-hmm. had to refuel so he could so he could run. And here they're eating burgers and fries. And instead you of even take it with him? instead of w- what you said, I don't know, hang out for a few minutes, eat with your woman, and then zoom and speed yeah. over to to where you got to go. Or like I said. Shove it all in your face real quick. You can eat, you can do everything else fast. You can read fast, you can type fast. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you can eat and chew fast. Eat it real quick and then say, you know, hey, you know, I got to keep my my," whatever. Just acknowledge Mm -hmm. that he has to eat to keep his, uh, keep his, uh,
1: uh, you know, his his strength. Yep. And so, yeah, um, he just kind of walks away. And so, now we're back uh, with Caitlin and her mom and, you know, she's uh, taking a shot and she's like, yo, I've ran enough tests. Like, What's the point of coming here? Yo, and she has the cool hairpin that she thought was like a part of the experiment. So it looks like really good. It's like kind cool. of acupuncture and, ear
2: thing.
1: And she's like, yo, I'm trying to explain to you how I'm feeling. She's like, I'm trying to keep emotion out of it. Um, it's benefiting you as much as it benefits me. And she's like, yo, it's like when you were cold just after just after what? Like, after dad died. And yeah, you know, apparently, like yeah, um, she lost them both at the same time. so like she buried herself in her work when her husband died. Right. Her um, child be yard, too. Yeah, like she never acted like my mom. And then again, after he got sick, you wouldn't even look at me. I think that's the most fascinating thing that happens to people a whole lot—not just in death, but it's a thing where you know parents' relationships don't work out. And that child reminds them so much of the parent they can't deal. It's like, oh, like I, it's easy for me as somebody who's not a parent to be like, how could you do that? Yeah, I don't
2: know. That's his own person. Yeah, it it sounds horrible. Like as much as you might, you know, hate your baby daddy, and you know, on some, you know, that was a big, big, big part of uh, What's-Her-Face's character in Boys Boys in the Hood mm-hmm. just like your daddy. Mm-hmm. You know, because probably, Doughboy probably looked just like his dad. Acted, you know, so it's like, I'm gonna treat him like, I'm gonna treat that kid like crap because I don't like his parent. Like, mm-hmm. completely ignoring that, well, he's half you too. You know, so, way to hate yourself? I don't know, it's just... It's weird, and again, yeah, like you, as non-parents in here thinking, mm-hmm. how could you do that? But, right. but completely not knowing the psychology that that uh,
1: yeah. yeah goes with it. And yeah, so she acknowledges that, and then um, she said, yo, she just buried herself in work. Um, she's like, losing somebody like that, you have no idea what it feels like. She's like, bitch, I know exactly what that feels like. And then she looks at her crazy, she says, my husband died over a year ago. I'm sorry,
2: and I bet, and, and I bet that was the first. I'm not sure that's Marcia Cross, uh, Cross by the way. Who uh, be?
1: Just I don't know, I don't random address it's not, okay. We have to, we have to say it's Marcia Cross for our, for our Housewives Illusion. It's just who it has to be. It's not convinced. Yeah. So, um, apparently, a power surge uh, blew out a line on the street and Julian the Barry are trying to figure out, you know, why that would happen. happened. And he said, the whole police force is, is working to stop medicine. He said, no, you have the flash, which he says. He said, so it's not just the bad medicines you don't like, it's all of them. He said, I'm just saying because of him, the police department has gotten lethargic. I mean, why do anything at all if The the flash is going to save the day every time? And what's interesting is, Central City is... Like, you've seen Flashpoint Paradox. There's a Flash Museum. Like, if there's any place in the DC universe that actually stands back and lets their superhero just handle stuff, it's there. Because in Gotham...
2: It's like half the city hates them, half the
1: city... Even, like, the police. Like, none of the police actually want to stand back and let Batman do Batman things. Whether it's corrupt police or good police. They all want to be in control. Um, Jim Gordon you know does like eventually when he came became to be like uh, you know Lieutenant Gordon and then Commissioner Gordon understands Batman as a necessity for things that they can't do but on the lower levels and even before he got in office like the police were all about no we can't have this vigilante out here doing things but Central City Flash you got this dog we understand and it's probably because he isn't brutal per se and, the, and this is still so early in the game, they don't necessarily have a sound way of handling most of these things. And he seems to work in conjunction with them to put people in jail, too. So, yeah. So, basically, um, you know, Barry's like, oh, Flash ain't bad. And Julian's like, well, that's one of the things that we seem to really disagree on. And he says, uh, what, you see something? And so he's looking at all the buildings around him. And he's like, there's a pattern said the creature's movements they seemed random um but they were contained to a prescribed area he's like it's like it's stuck in an invisible fence so as this is going uh, he said traffic cameras are down right he said it must be uh being watched or controlled by somebody they need visual range the entire time so this plays into your theory of it being a hologram mm-hmm. yeah he's like no that makes sense So he said, maybe there's a brain in there. After all, Mr. Allen, he's like, You (laughs) son of a bitch.
2: Cheap shot. I
1: mean, we're
2: working Uh together
1: here. And then we turn around and there's the monster. He's like, Dispatch, this is CSI. I'm requesting immediate backup. The monster has been sighted by the harbor.
2: What I don't understand is why was there no seismic like no one said, Why how's this big giant brown
1: not moving? You know, and he was pretty light on his feet. I don't know if you saw the tiptoe motion he was doing.
2: Yeah, he had the backwards, the backwards leg thing going. You know, the joint, you know, the knee bone, knee joint bent in the other way. You know, uh, but yeah, there was no claw marks in the in the asphalt. Like it took him way too long to figure out it was it was
1: a, uh, a hologram. For Julian. Who is probably not licensed to carry a firearm, at least on while he's at work. No, no, no.
2: He, he says, I have four years of military training.
1: Which is dope. Again, he probably cannot have a gun on the job. Why not? He's a cop. He's not a cop. He's a CSI. They're not cops? No. Like, Dexter couldn't carry a gun. Uh, yeah. He got a big ass What gun. about
2: the guy? Uh, it's cold in yeah! From that?
1: CSI, the redhead. Oh.
2: Uh, redhead I, guy.
1: The... But there, those CSIs, no, that's a fair point. Those CSIs are paramilitary, James Bond. Like, they, yeah, they can, so yeah, you, you can very well be right. But he definitely has a pistol, and he was ready to shoot that thing, and they ends up setting off a transformer, and Barry zips him out of the way. And he says, cheers. Because that's how you thank people when you're wrong. <laughs> when you can't actually say thank you. Um, so, yeah. Damn, Oliver got shot again. So, yo. So, Caitlyn's about to walk off. Here goes your man, uh, J. Crew head. First,
2: oh. For, I do not. Guys with button-ups, and they're tucked in. Okay, trust them? And you're not, like, in some kind of, yeah. Like, come on.
1: Yo, he, and then he pulls out the car alarm on her. and though he locks Locked the door. the lab down.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then he tells her, he's like, I'm sorry, Frosty. You aren't going anywhere. And he looks like he means business. Looking down at his own loafers. And he's like, I said no. Nope. You know,
2: those khakis are slim.
1: Yep. He's like, I'm sick of working day after day, night after night, only to have my work benefit your mother. Dog, um, you're an employee.
2: You're like, yeah, a lab I'm not saying he's a lab. I can
1: finally get out of this place. So you're going to stay here until I get everything that I need. He's "He's not going. Okay. So let's play this out a little bit. Mm -hmm. What if things
2: go right for him? What's the plan? What's everything he needs?
1: Yeah, are you going to get your own like place?
2: Are you going to get your own lab and facilities
1: so you can dog somebody out? Uh, What? what, Like I I feel like this her. I hear you getting credit for it. Um, like, I don't know. If if you keep her here, how is she not going to take the credit? Like, how is her mom not going to get credit for it because you still worked there? Right. Like, it would be different if you kidnapped her and took her to your lab. Your lab,
2: right, like, right. You,
1: you're still, like, using there and stuff. So he grabs her by the arm, which you just watched her freeze something to 2,000 thousand degrees, degrees centigrade.
2: Tungsten. And now he thinks Yeah, you have skin.
1: Maybe painted on skin, but you have skin. <laughs> and yo, so she didn't freeze his hand, she said, Yo, this, this isn't you. He attacked me. People never say that. He attacked me. It's on camera. Yeah. <laughs> you can't roll the footage. She's like, Yo, I didn't raise the killer. And she wondered that, bitch, you didn't raise me at all. You left. And your yeah. mom apologized to her. Susan like,
2: Walters is her name. Mm-hmm. That is not Marsha Cross
1: She let like me for Housewife <laughs> Somebody's gonna tweet us Hey Just so you guys know That's Susan Cross And I'm gonna say Or Susan Walters Or Susan Walters I'm gonna say You bastard Listen to the Listen show Listen to the rest
2: of Yeah Yeah They're like I'm, I'm uh, at
1: the 15 minute mark I just yeah. wanna
2: let y'all know well, just to pass it Wait along. till you get to The 40 minute mark Why, Why mark? you think I don't know that or You talk
1: that shit I fixed it Okay Yeah She's from uh, Young and the Restless Okay Oh Okay She's Diane Jenkins Young and the Restless. Yeah She's in Melrose Place Hmm I got questions Let's see Oh <laughs> You know who else she is? Who? Yeah. She's Mova Ah Oh Dolores Mulva. <laughs> oh Dolores Yeah Yo, she was married to Lyndon Ashby? Who's he? You don't have any idea who that is, do you? Lyndon Ashby is Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat. From the movie? Yes. Wow. That's awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, man. Like, if anybody was great at their role, it was him. He was very good. He brought luggage on the boat.
2: Okay, wait. Here we go. So, I'm reading this uh, because I want to... You know, find out who the cast was, so I'm reading the rest of the article, and they get to the Caitlyn is turning into Killer Frost. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Caitlyn's visit ends up in chaos after she was enraged at how the process of knowing her tumultuous condition is being done. The whole attempt to know Caitlyn's status turns out to be a huge disaster. It can be noted that Caitlyn and her mom have not been on good terms. In the previous season, Dr. Tannen- Tannhauser was known to public was known to public by name as the resident bioengineer at Star Labs, who's personally met Killer Frost, the identity Caitlyn is slowly turning to in Earth. Oh, oh, that was... So on Earth 2, she mm-hmm. was working in Star Labs, I guess, is that what they said? Okay,
1: gotcha. Must have been. Because she wouldn't have said, you still working at that Star Labs, because she would have been familiar with it, okay. Right. So yeah, Caitlyn... Uh, Kind of wanders... Well, kind of storms out and Her mom's looking at her like, what did I do? You know what you did! You can't think about that now! But yeah, so we're back at uh, CCPD in the CSI office. He's like, yo, every time the monster pops up, there's electricity. And all the streets been spotted around. and never leaves a 10-block radius. He's like, yo, some meta's been gifted with incredible power. And this is the very best they can do with it. Terrorize the city. Now, we've had episodes... Without metas, I think this is the first one we had where what we thought was a meta wasn't right. Yeah, the first time that was a uh, kind of a twist there. And so we kind of get into it. He's like, I don't need a reason to hate metas, I I just need to see person after person transform given the extraordinary abilities and watch them be squandered. Or robbing banks, hurting people, spreading fear. It's just so is it? It's not a crime, it's an absolute waste now. What does this bring us back to? My favorite panel ever in comics Spider Man and Sauron. Sauron, the eyeball? The eyeball? No, no, that's Lord of the Rings. But it's the same name. Oh. Sauron, the half man, half green dinosaur. And Spider Man says, You're a genetic genius. With your skills and talent, you could cure cancer. And so says, Ron says, I don't I... want to kill yeah, cancer. I yeah. want to turn people into dinosaurs. <laughs> and it's just the best thing ever. And this is what Julian hates. He's like, you can do these great things. Like, why don't you do them? And yeah, I, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, eventually you'll see Deadpool 2. And Cable will be in there. And Cable's probably going to shoot his guns a lot and may not use his telekinesis one time. But in the, uh, in the Cable comic... It might have been the cable and Deadpool, but in the cable comic, he, he um, beats whatever techno virus he's. That's the whole thing. He's infected with this techno virus. Um, Who is uh, Cable? Okay. In um like a pol- apocalypse apocalypse's time, to where he has to use all of his telekinetic abilities to keep the virus at bay. <laughs> that's why he has like super metal arm and has all kinds of weird little uh. Circuits coming out of his skin. If you look really closely, is it a part of that storyline? Uh, I think it's before that. Okay, it was before five
2: because this one Marvel just mm. keeps giving away for free.
1: No, but they um Cable and Deadpool like Cable's dead serious and Deadpool's a fucking idiot, yeah. so they beef. But no, Cable beats that virus and is like basically using his power to fix everything in the world at once. And of course, what? What? Yeah, I mean, like he's you know he's Jean Grey's kid. Cable? in he's alternate timeline, Jean Grey and Cyclops' kid.
2: Yeah, I thought he was an old man.
1: He is. But he's alternate timeline, their kid.
2: Okay.
1: So, you know. But, um, like, don't you watch enough Flash. You know how this works. <laughs> but, uh, uh... Oh, that's his knees. So, yeah. um, This is kind of the issue he's talking to, though. Like, you have these powers. Why aren't you using them to fix things? Like, you could just be just the best thing ever. Like, if everybody with... It's like the thing you said, um, which is ridiculous. But when you talk about how uh, you're disappointed that gang members don't go after George Zimmerman, the premise is sound. <laughs> like, I, I can't argue the premise. Like, there are things about that that make that difficult. Um, because, like what? Because, I mean, gang members rarely go after public figures then they should.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah,
1: you don't watch The Wire. You're a um, killer. Like Go a, kill somebody that would but, benefit society. You're not necessarily a killer if you're a gang member, even if you kill people. Um, oh, that's but, bullshit. I mean, it's, it's not. It's it's just not that simple. Um, th- there's this scene on The Wire where uh, Clay Davis basically... You know they tell you when you invest in something, it can be like 10 years before you get money back on your investment? Yeah. So, you know... Stringer Bell ends up giving uh, Clay Davis, city councilman, a whole bunch of money. Um, and he gives him the runaround about what's going to happen with the money. Are you pouring a soda right now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So he gives him the runaround about what's going to happen with the money. And uh, Stringer is, like when he realizes what's going on, he's pissed. So, he goes to Slim Charles, who's like his, his number one hitman, and he's like, yo, I want you to kill Clay Davis. Clay and Davis is the, she is this, yeah, yeah, and Slim Charles looks at him, he's like, yo, I mean, string, like, he's like, murder is murder, ain't no thing, but that's a city councilman, this is different, like, the heat that's gonna come down on us is on a different level, so I, it, you know, that's my reference point, to where, you know, you can't just kill everybody. You
2: can.
1: I mean, you can. They can die. But, you know, there's... Ramifications are different when you kill people. People will... If you're a gangbanger, if you're tell tell me the gangbanger rules. Look,
2: if you're a gangbanger, and let's just... Typical South Central Mm -hmm. gangbanger. You sell drugs. You do whatever. You got a couple dollars. Mm -hmm. You can afford a $600 round trip ticket to Florida. You go, you take your ass to Florida... You, you, you take enough, you know, a week, you do a couple days of reconnaissance, and you run up on that motherfucker, and you bang him, and then you fly your ass back home. Throw the hammer
1: in the river somewhere, I don't know, and then you go home. and,
2: and
1: Let me ask you, how many circles do you drive around before your wanted level goes down? <laughs> like, do you have these- how fast can you go to the pay and spray and <laughs> get your damn lowrider? Switch to yeah, green to yeah.
2: find a ducky lo- uh, a ducky alleyway, you know.
3: And crouch. <laughs> and
2: cr- yeah, make sure to crouch
1: you crouch. Over Ten minutes, but no. Um, but yeah, I think you know Julian's reasoning actually does make a lot of sense to me. In that, like, you know, if there's ever a reason to dislike people with special powers, so if you feel like they're wasting them, like, you know, how many fat, out of shape. Balding uh, You know Low job skill people Talk about how lucky Pro athletes are to be pro athletes right. You know You're you're lucky to be doing Like no I, I'm actually Well one I am physically gifted But I do work harder than you right. And I'm yeah, I'm better at my job than you are And if we switch places right now There's nothing right. to say there's you some, can do There's
2: some luck There was you know, probably some luck involved considering yeah. like the odds that it takes yeah. to get I'm, to become a professional. I'm lucky athlete. out
1: of the thousand but, people that do the same thing. Right. I do.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, not, but that yeah. that luck is number one, made. Yeah. Because you're out there. It's not like a scratch off or something. Like you're just. Exactly. It takes no skill. Mm-hmm. Like that luck is made, and, you know, hey, timing, and the right person saw me mm-hmm. hit that game winner or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Uh,. Yeah, no, like, you know, totally my, my you body
1: on. can do things that yours can't, but I also push harder than you. Like, you're not, it's not like the best garbage man in the world is complaining about not being a top 20 football player. I'm, I'm, like, if you're the peak at your job, like, if you're a CEO and you imagine you're not a quarterback, right. okay, I, I get it. You, you excelled at this one thing. You're mad you didn't excel another thing. I, it's the competitive nature in you. Shit, I dig man, that. I guess. But if you're your cashier number three, I don't want to hear about your hoop dreams. Okay? Because you, you're not working hard enough at I'm what you do for me more. to believe. That. <laughs> yeah, you out there making videos, throwing out the back of the van, waiting on your girl to come back. I don't care what you think. But yeah, and Bear's just looking at him like, you bitch. <laughs> like the whole time, He's like, oh, what I do. And he's like, no, it can't be easy, and this is the other side of it. Like, yo, it it can't be easy being this person with all this pressure on you. Like when people say, like, I never feel bad for I can't feel bad for you when you're making millions of dollars. Motherfucker, why, why? you think <laughs> yeah. a million dollars yeah. keeps the emotional damage from sinking yeah. in? Like, I understand it would improve your credit rating. There's nothing to say it would actually fix your life. Jeez, Luke. But yeah, you know, people in compassion. Like you have to
2: take everything. You have to Hey, if something... To, oh, your kid drowned. Well, you're still like Eric Clapton. Well, you're still a millionaire. You're yeah. still revered around the world. Yeah, but I am childless now, or a part, you know, part of my heart is gone, or whatever. Yeah, I, I
1: lost this thing. I can't get back. I can't fix this with money.
2: Right. This isn't uh, AI with uh, Haley Joe Osmond where their kid died. And oh, like, you know what? you're
1: not watching Black Mirror, uh-huh. and you need to because the episode where. Somebody loses somebody very close to them, and they can basically reproduce that person through technology. Yeah, you can imagine that going the wrong way. Yeah, and nobody like it's not horror like they didn't like flip on them or try to kill them or they didn't. It just it goes emotionally horrible. That's it's such a good show, guys. If you're not catching on, so I'm in two different group chats. Uh, one with the guys I grew up with, one with our wrestling buddies, um, which totals up to around eight, nine people. And eight of us have all sat down together no, and watched the show. And there's one of us that's Jeez. decided, no, I'm not going to watch that right now. And it was Travis. And he's going to tell us how good it is six months from now. And <laughs> hopefully one of us is close enough to punch him.
2: <laughs> Let me yeah. sit here at the, at the Flash yeah. finale. Yo, I just watched man, it. Like, man, it was hot. <laughs> Get it,
1: Bishop. Just like that. Okay. And so Wills and Cisco are trying to put together exactly what's going on with the monster. And he's like, "Uh, <laughs> Cisco figured out what's going on with the monster. And Will says, ah, oh, you just beat me to it. And he's like, well, we found it out together. He's like, no, we didn't. And Wow
2: portable tesla power i didn't even catch that the first time
1: <laughs> yeah and so yeah wells is just jacking everything obviously i'm gonna go for coffee um but on my earth coffee was locked up by blight can you imagine and it's just gonna give him a look like <laughs> he didn't really do anything did he i was like thank you for saying that he's just re-saying everything we're saying in a different way even though no, he did have the idea for the rope ah reverse inception he made you think he had the idea. He's like, Yeah.
2: That's real that really is an art though. Like you know, it's a bit like a, a con, oh, yeah. con if you have the, the skills to manipulate people into into thinking, thinking, thinking it was your idea, I mean you'd go so far and no garbage. You know, clearly Wells is uh HR would have done that.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, relationships with women um tends to happen pretty regularly. Yeah. Even though it's never been my idea to do the dishes, and it never will be. Damn it! I like—I actually like, <laughs> just like in uh, in X Men, how like Wolverine has mental blocks, or some of like the the, the characters in the Wolverine family have mental blocks, so psyches like can't get through to them. That's my mental block. It's never going to be my idea to do the dishes. You'll never convince me. We set that up a long time ago. I got a code word, fork. Whenever it's said, I just know. Hey, can you clean the fork? Wait a minute. That's some bullshit. Go ahead. Looking at the dishes right now. Them shit ain't for me. But yeah, so that Iris and Joe talking, um, and Iris is like, "Yo, I don't want you to not do things because of us being her embarrassed. We want you to find somebody. Like I'm happy. I want you to be happy. Shoot your shot at the DA. Gotta go up with her." I said Iris, "I don't need you to be cupid." I got my job. I got you, Barry, Wally. I'm good. And I mean, like, her concern is genuine. Like, since I'm falling in love, I want you to do the same thing. We can go through this together. It's like, whatever. And so, yo, Captain Slim to call the sniper unit. We we're ready to shoot somebody up. And we think we know what the next target's going to be. Now, this is one thing about you being um, who we find out is a juvenile criminal. You're going to operate in some type of pattern. Like you're either it's either going to be in a pattern or there's going to be no pattern at all. Since you've been operating in a pattern, it's easy for them, huh? And again, I know you didn't watch the wire, so kind of how it is. If there's a main character, it's going to be Jimmy McNulty, mm-hmm. who Baltimore cop, um, womanizer, alcoholic, but a damn genius cop. Um well, he's also you talk about somebody who bucks authority um, for the sake of being right, it's him, and it's ultimately his downfall. Because here's what happened. They can't get funding. Um, They can't get overtime hours in order to, you know, fix something on one part of Baltimore. So, they find, um, like, eventually, one set of drug dealers is putting out, they're killing people, and putting them in vacant houses, to where nobody's gonna find them. They're in the vacants. Like nobody lives out there, so why would they find the bodies, right? So you know that just gift, like
2: left in the living room on the floor. Like well, the- I mean,
1: there's like yeah, just put put in a vacant house that's boarded up. They boarded up. Okay. So like they have them going to like hardware oh, like a band-o, stores oh, getting okay. drills and stuff. Yeah, yeah, in a damn bando. Okay. So, uh, they find one, and you know that gift that Weezy has of. Uh, I called you Weeds. that has a, a bunk <laughs> that the black cop from the wire like shaking his head and walking away. Yeah. Let me tell you what that's from. Okay. So they go to a bando and they find um they find a body in there. And Jimmy manipulates the body. Physically? Like puts it yeah. in. The, yeah. And what he does is he gets his department to believe there's a serial killer on um, because you gotta investigate a serial killer; it's not random killings. There's somebody going around killing people, so they bring in the FBI and the FBI profiles who would do this to bodies, and it's him. Like they profile Jimmy? the cop, his personality and things that he does. Because
2: did they name him? Specifically? No, 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 no. But I'm oh, saying, okay.
1: like, but they got to exactly his personality type and characteristics, and he was <laughs> done. He knew he was done at that point. He's like, fuck. Like But it was he didn't do it. No, he didn't kill anybody. Right. But he's manipulating crime scenes. Which is illegal as shit. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, so which ends up getting him kicked off the force.
2: But how'd they prove it was he was Ah that would probably be I mean they
1: but they they eventually find out that he's doing it. Like another cop finds out and fucking tells. Cause they needed to. Oh, he didn't
2: manipulate a crime scene. No. Like he, that what I'm thinking he found a they body in the band. They more bodies like that. Okay.
1: Like that they would find right. in order to, because they couldn't do it off one body. But yeah, so they, the FBI profiler came in and fit his profile to a T of what was doing it. So like this kid here, like the FBI is going to identify a 15 year old kid doing stuff like this. Especially, you know, CSI investigating the paranormal. Um, so they end up searching through the stuff and finding his pen. And so now they find, like, his little recording. He said, now I'm trying to get their trust. Like Everybody except Francisco's. And yo, he creeps in like, those are my things. What are you doing? It's super creepy. He says, what are you doing? We know you're hiding something. He said, you've been burned twice. Um, and he gets it. By a man with the same face as me. So now he kind of tries to play a buddy-buddy. God matches how to trust somebody like that. You think? I do think. So play the rest of it. And, yo, when he says, like, I read his journals, I haven't found anything to see why he feels the way he does, but I do hope I can change his opinion of Harrison Wells, and the two of us can rebuild that friendship and have a fantastic sea story weave within the narrative. He's like, what? Huh? What are you talking about? And this is where they find out he's writing a novel the Tales of H.R. Wells, because, you know, H.G.
2: Wells. H.G. Wells, yeah. You see Cisco's shirt? Jaws? Well, it's Paul's. It's Aww, a cat. gross. <laughs>
1: Absolutely horrible. Um, he says, yeah, love the science. If it, if it
2: said, Paul's P-A-U-S-E, and it was a dick coming out the water. That's why
1: would... Terrible. Um, he's like, why didn't you tell us you were an author in the first place? Yo, so did you know... Uh, what's his name? Uh... Guy who made the Cthulhu stories and uh, Lovecraft, H.P. Lovecraft. You know he was a raging racist. I don't know who he is. Okay, so Lovecraftian is like the, the supernatural monsters. It's okay. like kind of the premise that Stephen King writes off. Right. Like he has the y- you like H.P. Lovecraft is responsible for a bunch of the weird mythic monsters that we have, um, and it was always like monster from the sea coming to terrorize the people on land. And apparently it was all an allegory for, like, Indian people and Persian people and people who would arrive on boats to take away, like, yeah, to take European lands. Um, The fear of that.
2: Wait a second. Talk about projection. Well, now. Who was to? <laughs> well, now.
1: Who went around the globe
2: terrorizing let's, every brown civilization? like making- could?
1: Fine. yeah and I was like oh who no- hooked
2: an entire country on on opium and then when that country said nope we're outlawing opium it was like we're just gonna with our superior Navy bomb your coasts until you allow us to poison your 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 country
1: once again Our beloved HP Lovecraft and oh, his and his book monsters <laughs> designed to instill fear in the mess <laughs> I was like oh that sucks Like, like, just... Anyway. Let's get back to it. And so, yeah. um, The novelist. And he's like, I'm a scientist and a novelist. You you think you can trust me now or is that not something that you can have on this earth? Trust. Oh, trust. And then, uh, yeah, you scared the dickens out of me and Caitlin popped up. Trust who? And there's no time for all this. Of course. Hey, because the app popped up. And then, yeah. He's like, yeah, you've missed a lot. I'll explain upstairs. He's like, I'll just stay here then. Francisco says, "Come on, we need you." Oh, he's like, "Shit, <laughs> I'm, I'm a fraud.
2: Yeah, I'm I, I don't have anything to offer." Yeah. And so yo,
1: hello. Um, I wonder what that said. No way it said anything important, right?
2: Second Street, Pro
1: probably, you know. Pro-Am? Yeah. Fuck dog. Promenade. I don't know. Whatever. Um, so yeah. The big monster there. Buried there <laughs> with a big giant rope. And, um, Iris is like, so what's the plan? Uh, great question Miss Russ. So we fashioned a carbon fiber rope. Uh, but correct me if I'm wrong, we never actually discussed how we are gonna use the rope. Did we? He's like, guys. And so, yo, you look at this thing. You see, we're gonna do an empire. Empire of the Sun, Barry. It's like Empire Strikes Back. So, Travis, who has never seen Empire Strikes Back. Um, it's the, the, the big, stupid, walking robots. It is. Whatever. I mean, I. It's know. the ad And then how do you beat it?
2: You tie speed up you and tie make it fall. Up,
1: which is the most fun thing to do on uh, Shadows of the Empire video game. With the toe cable, like, you can, if you choose, you can, like, shoot it to death. But then you just wrap the toe cable around it, like, four times. And then it drops. It's beautiful. So Barry hooks it to one street post and goes around and around and around the thing and So clearly
2: the thing could see.
1: Yep. that it was Like active. it looked
2: down and tried to swipe it, Barry.
1: And he says the rope went right through it. It is a hologram. He said, that explains everything. A 10 block radius, the parameters. He said, hey, it has to generate power from there. Let's see. he says, hold on a second, Barry. He said, yo, we don't have a second. HR triangulate the signal. Um, we have to disrupt it. And he said, "Okay, let's do that now. Let's just triangulate." And then he, he put his hands in the triangle, triangle. triangle. He said, it doesn't do that. No way. I'm not supposed to. It's a different computer size." Just it. And Cisco realizes it. I said, "Oh my god! I knew it. You're a fake." He said, "Huh? What?" He said, "The whole time he's been acting like he can help us." But he can't because he doesn't know how he does it. So how triangulate... He throws up the damn rock again.
3: Damn <laughs> cutter.
1: And so Cisco pushes him over. Caitlin takes over Cisco's computer. And so they got guns trained on this thing. All the guns. And the thing's just, you know, standing there being scary. The sniper, yo, got it aim right at his head. Got a lock on the target. fire firing ready. So he shoots. I love when fire comes out of guns in slow motion. So the bullet goes right through him. And then there's some lady... Standing there, like, random lady cop.
2: standing yeah. next to a SWAT team guy yep. with weapons. She yeah. has no weapons. She's just standing yeah. there like a moron. Yeah, he catches
1: the bullet and yells to them to stop firing. It's a hologram. Everybody's like,
2: and this is hologram. where I would have liked everyone to just go, oh, okay, and go back to what they were doing—selling yeah, right. hot dogs at the hot dog cart, going to work, just Maybe driving. It still blow up, and I know, but. Just,
1: that would have been funny. though, like, "All right, well, yeah,
2: somebody get back, get in their car, and just give it the no, finger." On, somebody go
1: like steal something from the store because everybody's gone. Really want that sweater, <laughs> right? And so, yeah. Um, apparently, uh, Julian's found the uh, found the culprit, like his base of operations. Tells a guy to stand up. Yo, so he doesn't. So he kind of throws something at him and starts to run. Julian shoots a bullet at him and Barry gets him out of the way. And he's like oh god, I was gonna shoot a kid. And this is the most like round face, fresh face kid. And the kid tells him, he's like yeah buddy, you're gonna pay for that. You almost killed a kid. I hate people like that. People in general. Like I hate small people who pick fights with large people and then say how could you hit me? Like I hate (laughs) bad kids that do bad things and like I'm just a kid.
2: Well, did you see the clip it was it's it was it's from uh one of those NBC cop shows and the two cops roll up on the on the crib. Was that thunder? I think so. The two cops show. roll up on the crib and their mom answers the door and they're like, We got a call for for we got a call saying that there was a child abuse or something happening at this home and she the mom goes, I didn't call the cops and the like Eight to twelve year old, yeah, ten to mm-hmm. thirteen year old kid, son comes up behind. I did, and the mom's like, "What?" And then the cop's like, "Come here." He's like, uh, "What? What happened?" And he's like, uh, "Wait, I think the mom earlier explained. Oh, well, Johnny got caught cheating on a test, or acting out, or he pushed a kid, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, you know, I disciplined him." And he's like, uh, come here, kid. Tell me what happened. He's like, she hit me with a belt. Right? And he's like, holding the belt. He's like, where? He's like, you know, on my butt. He's like, how, how many times? He's like, yeah, like three times. Like, did she hit you with anything else or hit you anywhere else? She's like, he's like, no. He's like, okay, go back in the crib. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, have a nice day. He's like, hey, I have my rights. He's like, you know what, kid? If... If if this was my mom, I would have been calling from the floor. Yeah. So if I call back, if, I, if we, if you call us again after you've been acting like a dickhead, but it's like no kid, you are a jerk. You deserve to get your ass beat. Yeah. You definitely deserve more than three swats on yeah. the ass with a belt. You probably deserve to get punched in the chest, you little piece of shit. Uh, but yeah, just you do something horribly wrong, and then mm-hmm. and then the I mean, you want to slightest, slightest else. thing happens mm-hmm. to you. And yeah.
1: How could, how could you do this to how me? How could you? Let me tell you how. <laughs> let's go let's let's go back over what happened. But yeah, you know, so and then Barry tells him, he's like, "Bro, no, you're gonna be paying for what you did for a long time. Julie will not be kind to you. And then Barry just he leaves him with Julie and he walks off. You safe Flash, thank you. So hey, making some headway. Yeah, that kid's going straight to jail forever. Now that Paulin got you?
2: I don't know, I think I got a young cold. This is more than just the little allergies I get down
1: here. I can imagine, like, that you're uh, in a lot of ways like a school teacher. Like, dealing with people that you don't see on a daily basis, but bringing all kinds of stuff in your car in a small space. not great. Um, So, yeah. So, Joe still has him in that, like, building that's not quite finished. He's like, yo, people could have been hurt or worse. What made you do something like this? And he tells him, he's like, I wanted to feel powerful. So this is like their anti-bullying episode. And he's like, oh. It was so
2: on in the hose?
1: Yeah. People picking on me. <sighs> Kids every day. They tease me at school. I'm the weirdo there. Because you're a um, weirdo. Yeah, because you're weird. Um, I'm sick of feeling that way. Like, I wanted somebody else to feel. And this kid is clearly upset.
2: No, and as I said, when the, as we were watching, he didn't want someone to feel that way. He wanted the entire city, or at least all of downtown, to feel that way. So you're not, he didn't even go after the kids that were teasing him. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. made your monster and terrorized your school. Can't
1: you hide out in the gym basement and then. And set up your little know,
2: server and everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't terrorize his school,
1: he he's terrorized st- the he's still, city. He's still afraid of them kids. Yeah, he <laughs> didn't, no, not He's still afraid of those kids that pick out of the school. And Joe Nelson's like, yo, you're young, like, you can still turn this around. And he's right. He didn't hurt nobody, luckily.
2: He damaged a lot of property.
1: Oh, oh, oh. His parents are done. They're going to have to mortgage the house to fix, like, two blocks. Yeah. And, yo, so Wells is named Entrepreneur of the Decade by Tech Magazine. Um, He's like, how is any of this possible? You can barely turn on a computer. <laughs> Yo, there are two parts to every idea. The instruction and the execution. I provide the former. Yo, so, um, what, my man, uh, my man Roy Al Ivey was, uh. He's a athlete from school. Yeah, I think he was a junior and I was a senior. Okay. Uh, we all, uh, lived in the same dorm my freshman year, right? And so, you know, Roy was great in college. Uh, we had a few good years in the NBA. He ended up hanging around the NBA for a long time and he's coaching now. So at one point, Bill Simmons had him as, a, I want to say you called him one of his chemistry guys or one of his mixed guys. So he used to compliment, like this is later in Roy's career, about how he would um, like give the best daps and hugs before the game because he wasn't a starter anymore. So the best daps and hugs to everybody before they went out on the court. And so, yeah, that's kind of how they're equating Wells at this point. Like Wells is the I like I give the I give
2: the best encouragement <laughs> exactly
1: I yeah he says I'm more the inspiration behind the company he said then I was exposed, um people thought I was something I guess I wasn't and it all kind of fell apart for me
0: yeah that'll do it
1: that will do it he said but then I got your message so basically he was on the outs when he got their message and still had you know people who were willing to help him solve that problem. And he probably told them, guys, if you help me solve this, I'll get out of your hair and let you guys do what you need to yeah,
2: do. Yeah, uh, um, decrypt this for me. And they probably were like, word.
1: How, How much time? D- click, need click, 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 care? click, 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 click. Can you call everybody at uh whatever other lab they need? Call, call, call the folks at Cadmus. <laughs> Has,
2: oh, I've been meaning to bring this up. Has Mercury Labs been mentioned this season yet? I don't think so. Yeah, I, 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 I would like to know what's going on over
1: there. Yes, yeah, so he's explaining himself. He's like, doing all this for the greater good. Like, What do you think? And they all look around. just like, sounds to me like you're a calm man. And they're like, yep. <laughs> they didn't want to say it. He says, Was I a calm man when I showed uh, Cisco how to track this? He's <laughs> like, Was I a calm man when I showed him how to fasten the car park? He's like, I came up with those ideas. You were prompted by my suggestions. That is how ideas work. You people need a muse. I can be your muse so what about stopping all the meta's on your earth that was more a advisory role like he's like he basically has an honorary degree in crime fighting
2: I think those universities or whoever gives out those honorary degrees would probably uh with challenge them. that
1: Like, you, like, in all fairness, for an honorary degree, you have to do a shit ton to get an honorary degree. Like, even if it doesn't involve going to class and taking tests, you have to be so much to so many people in the world to get an honorary degree. Right. You gotta be
2: Bill Cosby on a giant platform. Yes. Telling jokes and writing TV shows. Yes. To get an honorary honorary
1: degree. degree. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: And wearing a, wearing their sweatshirts everywhere, every time you're on damn TV. Mm-hmm. rapping them super hard going to every game.
1: Like like somebody, like their kid has to tell you what they saw, like what they saw you on <laughs> for them to start paying attention. And then they want to see all the things you donated to charity wise. Yeah. Remember when Shaq was honorary police? Never <sighs> forget that Shaq is
2: police. Uh <sighs> Yeah. He was like sheriff works at sheriff department too. Not even regular police. He's like, oh, yeah. he worked as a kind sheriff's department. You. Like sheriff's yeah. departments are like every bad guy in it, or yeah. every bad cop organization in every uh you know, Western mm-hmm. type, you know modern movie.
1: Here's your favorite part. So they agree to keep Wells along. He tells them no more repackaging, like stop taking my ideas and twisting them <laughs> and he tells them word is bond. And then he says that no more of that. <laughs> where is Vaughn, son? Real talk, son. Dead ass yeah, bee. Dead ass. That was my favorite Halloween costume. Ooh. Somebody dressed up as a bee with a Yankees fitted and Tim's. And he was a dead, dead ass, ass. bee. bee. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So Cisco's talking to Caitlin. He's like, Yo, so where you been? So I went to go see my mom. He's like, Your mom? And he... Clearly, like they're open with yeah, the exactly. you know what's oh, in relationship you know, I want to see if we could work through some of our issues. Right, because just think of
2: their p- place at Star Labs. Mm-hmm. Barry does the hero stuff, he's always out fighting crime and stuff. Wells, in the two in- incarnations mm-hmm. that we got in season one and two. Mm-hmm. Was not exactly Mr. Personality hanging out. So, a lot of the time it was.
1: And her husband was dead and he wasn't seeing anybody and they weren't trying to date each other. Right. So, all they had to talk about was what was going on in their lives.
2: Yeah. So, they were always together at Star Labs. Mm-hmm. Every time Barry showed up, it'd be Caitlin and, and Cisco hanging mm-hmm. out or doing work or whatever. So, it's no. Makes a lot of sense. That, that they would have that kind of relationship where he knows about her. Oh, boy, your mom's a cold one.
1: Or exactly. So Barry's cleaning out his office, basically, because they're not going to work together. And, well, that was uh, the deal. Yeah. Well, they were to get out. So I guess he's, but he's in there putting stuff in boxes. So maybe he's just finishing the case up.
2: No, no, no. Finishing. That was the deal. You let me thought shadow he was you. I already out and you out you can have the lab I thought he was
1: already out so he's still cleaning out at this point yeah okay he's like I nearly killed the Look, kid it's tonight. almost 11 o'clock at night too yeah. so and he's still the monster we were chasing it was operated by a 15 year old boy he said Flash came to save the day and he said yo he saved me from doing something <laughs> uh, he said like, I hurt huh? and he told him like you know what's sad that kid he's just acting because he's scared and he's like mm. He wants everyone to be terrified and run away from the monster so he can feel powerful. And he said, I know what that's like. And he said, how do you mean? So I came from a pretty wealthy family. Of course you can listen to your accent. You came from old money. Look at, money. The, look at that tie. Yeah. English long old money. Generations of old money, tradition, and nonsense. He said, I was their heir. I was their firstborn son. I was supposed <laughs> to inherit the lot. You know, I was the odd duck. Yeah. Uh, rather go in the garden and collect samples of insects, and rather than learn how to tie a Windsor knot, or which fork to use at dinner, so the small fork is for the salad, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, because the big fork is for the steak because you got to stab that motherfucker.
2: But what's the middle fork for?
1: I'm so Potatoes
2: confused. and vegetables, like you got.
1: You guys can't see me? my eyes got really big because <laughs> I wasn't even under the premise you had three forks.
2: Three forks. One's got a three anything. forks, like two, maybe three spoons. Nope. I know there's a,
1: maybe a soup spoon.
2: Definitely a soup spoon. It's a dessert spoon. You
1: know <laughs> <laughs> This is what I know. You get a fork and you get a steak knife. Yeah, you Just bring me
2: case. you bring me my plate, fork, knife, uh uh spoon maybe. No, not even. Just fork even and a, a knife. And after I'm eating my food, like say it's Thanksgiving. After I'm done eating my, you know, my, my 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 second plate of like turkey and all that stuff, and pie gets brought to me, I'm licking the fork that I just ate my turkey and string beans and all that stuff with, and I'm eating my sweet potato good pie. Gross. With that, oh, you gonna get up, wash it, or get a new spoon, a nope. plastic
1: spoon or something? Nope. I'm yeah. using I'm using a corner of that napkin to clean it smooth off. Oh, <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> oh no, not Lord. going anywhere. <laughs> I'm using that, that that nice napkin corner, that napkin that you got to put in the washing machine and clean <laughs> off that sauce real quick, getting right to that pie. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so he was all one out. Let's see. And he said, as I got to the top of my field, the world changes overnight. Now, that is... Uh, did you watch Justice League Doom? No. So Cyborg, Vic Stone, is all-world quarterback at his college. He's about to go pro. Nothing he can't do. And his dad can't be bothered with him because humans have shown up. That's got to be, if this were ever a real thing, the hardest thing in the world. Because like we just talked about, like so few, like what do they say? 2% of college athletes go pro or something ridiculous like that?
2: Yeah, that, that sounds kind of high. Yeah,
1: so just imagine, um, and then like Josh, had, had this ridiculous premise That I still want to fight him for mm-hmm. So he's like I know Ezekiel Elliott's, Elliott's Going to win a Super Bowl Because he's won championships At all levels It's like well You know what Every kid so, that So did played, Ryan Leaf No 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 This is the thing Every kid That well, plays College ball And is very good at college ball Probably won a state championship Like they just probably did Because you play at so many levels there are so many power teams. Those are the kids that typically go to these colleges. So not every kid, but yeah. lots of kids win state titles um, or regional titles or whatever. And then if you're in Division One college team, if you're a Div- Division One college team, like if you go to Alabama, you won a national championship. If you went to Ohio State, you won a national championship with, within a certain amount of years. So that's no way to base who's going to win a Super Bowl like you can't justify it like that.
3: No, that's,
1: It's ridiculous. That's absurd. He wins at all levels, so he's going to win a Super Bowl. Well, what about the other kids that were on his team? Are they all going? Like, if 20 kids from one draft, go to if 20 Ohio State kids go to the pros, are they all going to win Super Bowls in 20 years? Or just this one guy who was a skilled player? It's ridiculous. But back to my premise. You're an athlete who goes pro. In the DC universe, or better yet, the Marvel universe, and then mutants come. Are you like how do you equate yourself as an athlete now? Like, are you like remember remember in Smallville when Clark played football? Yeah. And he literally had to pull himself from football because he was just gonna run a touchdown every play.
2: There's nothing well, they could do. He had to he just didn't use his power, obviously.
1: Well, I mean he stopped using it, remember? Because He's, when he was in practice, He was out there and he ran like he ran through everybody and ran for a touchdown but then he was like nah this ain't no yeah yeah i like what am i doing and then it's like in uh civil war when tony stark goes to see spider-man and he's like well i didn't play football before so i shouldn't play now so yeah like you're all of a sudden in this world where you're a genius at the top of your field they made a human show up like it's no longer about what I know, because I don't know anything about these people. Like, I'm a crime scene investigator. I know how humans work. I know the limitations of a person.
2: And that took me however many years mm-hmm. of study and, and on-the-job training. Yeah,
1: look at his hairline. It took years off his life. <laughs> Getting to understand normal people. So, yeah. And he does, like, I lost my mom as a kid. Just recently lost my dad. It's a scary world. People die. Trusted, betrayed. Things change. And said, but change can be a good thing. And I think this is where they agree on. Like, he wants metahumans to be better. And Barry's saying people can be better. It's kind of like a, a different Elseworlds, Magneto, uh, Professor Xavier thing. And they're coming to a common ground, it seems. His shirt's all untucked, just like you like.
2: Have you ever... Uh, <laughs> have you... Read any of Civil War yet? No, no, okay. no like listen. Magneto just showed up.
1: Oh, he's be back on. Well, I have been like after Incursion. I don't know what happened to him, but okay, he's such a great character. Because, like when Professor X finally told him he was right all along, he was a best. I think he showed up. Ever.
2: He showed up in the Captain Marvel book, mm-hmm. and there's a, a mutant named Aurora. Okay. and she's, huh? What, like sun powers? I don't know what her powers are exactly. But she's helping, she's on the side of, of, Carol da- of Danvers, of Captain Marvel mm-hmm. in the profiling, and Magneto is just disgusted. Like, yeah. What was the line he hit her with? Yeah, I'm not, he's like something like, I'm not surprised to see you Betraying your people and working with your oppressors again.
1: Oh, well no no no. Is it Aurora or Aurora? No, no,
2: no it's not Storm. Okay. It's not yeah, yeah. This is this is somebody else. Yeah. But yeah. no, yeah, he <laughs> Maybe I'm I'm getting the name yeah. wrong, but yeah, he's he was just hit her with that line, like, Yeah, I'm not surprised you're working with your oppressors again. Yeah.
1: He's a real one. Yeah.
2: Like Of all the things the mutants are going through Because you know yeah. what's happening to them
1: what's, what's happening now
2: So since the Inhumans It's just this brilliant way of Getting the mute, X-Men Mutant stuff not to matter Because mm. they can't use it in, yeah. the, in the MCU yeah. So they create the Inhumans Or at least push the Inhumans mm. uh, So the Terrigan mist mm. That's coming down and turning people With into, the Inhuman yeah. gene into Inhumans mm. It's killing mutants Of course of course, it's, it's killing mutants. So I, I, I think it's for, for so many reasons and on so many levels. It's a brilliant storyline, uh, and yeah, even so they do
1: have new X books coming out. But still, oh yeah, yeah
2: They got the mutants are gonna they don't get this die. Market. Yeah, yeah.
1: So no, Barry and I, Julian are going to get a drink because, of course, yeah. Barry can't even get drunk.
2: Yeah, but you know, Barry's yeah. just such a good guy and he's like you, I, I see you clearly need mm-hmm. some stress relief somebody to talk to can't imagine that Julia guy has friends
1: yeah so Caitlin's mom hits her on a video chat you know how much I love video chat <laughs> he's like uh, Caitlin I have been going over the data we collected She's like, I found some disconcerting results you see your body chemistry is changing in ways I don't fully understand but one thing is clear the powers you have the more you use them the more difficult they're going to be to reverse. She's the inverse meteor, man. Um, I'm sorry, honey. She's like, listen to me. You cannot use these powers under any circumstances. And, of course, that's what right sets her off there. to use them. Well, yeah. We're going to find out her mom knew that. Um, yeah, and then she it, freezes over the computer.
2: Okay, but I, I, like I said, with the technician, the the, 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 the black doctor guy, mm-hmm. just so inconsequential. She didn't even bring him up. Mm-mm. Like, oh, this, this guy, like, you know... Mm-hmm attacked her or whatever.
1: and Oh, we didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, so two weeks from now, um, we'll talk about that in a second, uh, yep. Preview. So, Wally's going crazy. He's having... Oh, it looks like he's having Kid Flash dreams.
2: Oh, and he's grabbing his back mm-hmm. in midsection. Because sure. he's got stabbed
1: with that broom. Yep. Uh-oh, and there's Alchemy. So, like, Alchemy's whole thing has been... Unleashing people's powers. You think he's trying to
2: do that to Wally? That would be great.
1: Because, like, if there's... But he knows
2: Wally's naturally a good guy. Why would he... He's not going to for... I mean, for it seems like Magenta's was.
1: naturally a good girl. Or was. Like, she didn't have it in her to do those things, and he brought that out in her. Yeah,
2: no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, in in the Flashpoint story, in mm. the Flashpoint timeline, Wally, as Kid Flash, mm-hmm. was a superhero. Yeah. So why would he... Oh I I see what you're saying Yeah it's
1: like in Power Rangers like Tommy was a good guy Rita hit him with that green candle And he was the evil green ranger And eventually became good but she didn't plan that Yeah 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 Hate on the perfect analogy from the perfect show Go watch me some Power Rangers right now Green
2: candle I
1: don't think that So now you hate magic but you wanna go see Doctor Strange on Friday (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Yeah Green candle boy And when it burnt out It was a cold game. (coughs) R.I.P. Green Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. There we go. Um, Flash Season 3, Episode 5, entitled Monster. Um, They, you know, for a show that can be formulaic, we put this villain out there. He has to find a way to beat him physically. They, um, you know, went the other way. And, you know, it was a different kind of thing they had to attack. This was way more about his relationship with, um, you know, his coworker. Um, about Caitlyn, you know, trying to resolve a relationship, and about us finding out how this Wells is going to figure into everything. So I was, it was good. Um, I like the change of pace. I really like it, considering that you know we're gonna have to take a week off for the uh, for election day. Yeah. Um, I still don't know exactly what we're gonna do for next week. We want to do something that day. Um, I think the 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 idea right now is to have a few people come over, um, have some polite banter. So I' uh, the television
2: so a little Facebook live on. hey
1: yeah I think that'd be a good uh, a good thing to do there um but yeah um, or I mean you think people might want to have that night to themselves to
2: or just to actually watch their own election coverage yeah yeah to have us on in the background maybe
1: yeah we'll see. so we'll see because I know I'm gonna be reacting to it might as well put a camera to that um but yeah again um you know, we talked about it at the beginning. Wait, so polls
2: start closing at, like, 80, so, like, 7 here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we're going to start getting results in, like, seven thirty, eight o'clock.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'll be home. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um cool. But, yeah, like, we talked about it. Um, the new website's up, southcongress.com. Um, there is, not only are all our shows up there, but there is a place um, for... You know, sponsors to um, support us with our South by Southwest live event that's coming up. We'll be talking about that. Um, all the uh, the different ways to reach us via social media. You're gonna find on the site. I'm gonna start saying that now. Go to southcongress.com for, and it's all listed there. Yeah. Um, you know, if you guys listen to this early enough in the day on Wednesday, I think we have um super important show coming up tomorrow. Um, you know, Travis's Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast Cast. Um, concerning that, you know. Super, oh, um, you know, that, that, that thing seat. that happened Sunday, oh, yeah. um, super important, groundbreaking event. Now, the the uh, actual, you know, results and ramifications of it, I think, are what we're going to talk about. And if it, you know, had the desired effect for people. But, uh, you know, that's coming up tomorrow. And again, um, you know, frequent the site bookmark the site tell your friends about the site we're gonna have a lot of cool stuff on there you already have the audio up there art gallery up there you need to pin it to the fan page yeah yeah we'll Free make books. sure it gets up there the only reason i didn't do that today uh, because i just re-registered the domain it just shows up as google registered domain so i'm gonna wait till it's actually uh, like okay. a link I think so 24 hours little thumbnails exactly actually, yeah, yeah. so yeah so that's coming up uh but yeah um don't want to keep you guys any longer again um Website, 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 feedback, comments. We need that there. Um, for Travis, I am Cameron. Again, this has been the South Congress Podcast Fan by Fan Show for CW's The Flash, Season 3, Episode 5, entitled Monster. That is going to do it for us this week, and we're out. And I ain't brought
0: Reagan. I ain't saying you should say no, I'm saying take it. You got a mask to your high. open your eyes, see this blast and this fly. I think I'm not the Little, I think I'm do boys. think I'm Vonnegut. I'm the new Freud. think I am the leader, leader of the people. God damn, I'm a black superhero. I'm a black superhero.
3: I'm a black superhero. Oh